This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of a... The Bailey Show. All right, here it is Wednesday, the 5th day of April 2023. Hope you're having a good day. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. That's me. Good afternoon. Happy Wednesday. And there's Nelson. Already Wednesday. Yeah, and your phone number, 916-909-0985. On the Instagram and Facebook, at Listen to the BS. Always free on the Odyssey app. Make sure you get the podcasts after the effect, or after the fact, I should say. Also, uh, thebaileyshow.com. A uh, lot of different forms of, of communication. As we've got to make sure we get all that out to you. I want you to listen to the radio show, but to do everything else, please, if you don't mind. <laughs> so Having these discussions earlier today with people around here, it's like, you know, because there's all these different things. And I'm very much pro-digital and pro-podcast and, and all these different ways to uh, exploit the radio. But the old school radio, it's like you got to bring everybody back to the radio, right? So how do you do that? And who is actually listening to these other things? And is there an age demographic? And all these questions. But nobody has the answers to any of these things. Imagine that. I know. Nobody knows anything. So, uh, Today is the death anniversary of the late, great Kurt Cobain. Uh, passed away in 94, April 5th, 1994. Uh, this is one of those things. You know, We were talking to the guy uh, the other day who, who wrote the book, uh, wanting to reopen the case because he's got what he says is proof that he was murdered and, and it was not a suicide, which I this is one of that's one of those things where I do agree with it just because of of all the all the evidence around. Um, just, but he sounded like he kind of agreed with my side of it, that a lot of the fingers should be looking over at Courtney. Uh, so well, he's challenging her to take it, that polygraph. Yeah, but he, nonetheless, it's it's just the, there's too much there's too much drugs in his system. I mean, that's, <clears> people have known that forever. And where the shotgun fell, it would have been impossible. So just those like little things. But, you know, maybe it's because I was a fan. I mean, I was part of the grunge era. It's right up in my squisher. It's a Gen X thing. And, you know, when somebody leaves this world too early, it's tough for fans to accept that. Same thing with Chris Cornell and Chester. And, you know, anybody that you've been a fan of that's left, uh, it, it's tough to accept that. I can only imagine what it's like to be in the band and accept it. Oh, right. It's like, that's like, that's your guy. This is my paycheck. This is what I do for a living. I'm a part of the biggest band in the world. Yeah. And now it's gone because Dumb Dumb couldn't get off the drugs. Even Grohl said that he was intimidated by him just because he was like working with the greatest songwriter of our generation. And then he's just gone. Isn't that crazy though? Think about this. Like the, I mean, it's not like they had a, a, a long career, Mm-mm. right? Few albums, huge albums, Nevermind, In Utero, just huge, huge albums. They've sold, you know, what, over 70 million worldwide? 75, 75. yeah. 75 million mm-hmm. worldwide. Yep. Uh, and that's only for those albums. Like, Pearl Jam has sold more albums, but Eddie yeah. Vedder's still alive. Right, and how many more albums did they put out afterwards, right? Right, Pearl Jam keep, keeps putting out more albums. Uh, but the, 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 it's always the first album... That's the the genius. Mm-hmm. It's it, with no experience in the business. You just in the songs that they put out on their first album. This goes for many bands, especially when that first album pops. 
they've had those songs in their back pocket for since high school. Right. Right. So so when it comes out and it's a genius. So is it actually the the artist and their their art? Is that the genius, or is it that people make it genius because they like it so much? I think it's a little bit of. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do see what you're saying. Because it's very hard to, if you're new at something, and you go and do it, you can't be. It's very, very, very difficult to be great at something when you're new at it. Right. Name me something else that you could just roll up to, and be legendary right out of the gates. Nothing. Nothing that's not in a movie. No sports. I mean, you could be extremely talented, but got to learn the mechanics. Some of the best college fo- uh, football players go into the NFL, and they're bust because they can't learn the next step. The next step mm-hmm. to be a pro. It's like the only profession that this happens in. Yeah, you're right. Maybe, ha- maybe acting. Maybe. No, but you got to even practice that acting, right? Because learning the lines and learning the movements mm-hmm. and emotions. So not even acting, I would say. Okay. With, with songwriting, um, when you have so much time to put into it, just like you said, it's you're never going to know how the people are going to react to it. So that's why I say I think it's a little bit of both. You're writing based on how you feel, but because it resonates with the fans is why you're genius when it comes out. Right. I mean, that's it, there's, basically what it is. There's a lot of people that have written something, put it to music, released it on an album, and it comes out and it falls flat. Exactly. Because it didn't resonate. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's the people that make it genius. Exactly. I mean, the, the lyrics are great. Nirvana lyrics are great. I mean, he, like you said, Nelson, he goes down as one of the best lyricists of all time. Right. But it, were they really that good? Or did we just make them that good? Yeah. Do we apply our own strife and our own things that he was pulling from his life that was kind of a uh, common man experience? And then as we laid that on our own well, uh, map. Okay. So that, that's another thing. Is the grunge era? Well, I mean, this is this is. I'm 47, Gen X, right in my wheelhouse. It was catering to latchkey kids, kids from split parents, mm-hmm. kids that got home after school. That's all the latchkey thing. Mm-hmm. Get home after school, you had your own key to get into the house. Yes. All right. You stayed there until somebody came home at some point. All right. That's who it was catering to. We became an angry generation, i.e., Woodstock '99. <laughs> right. We became a angry generation because of all these things that were happening in our life would we have been so angry if the grunge didn't bring it out of us mm. that's that's a good call because very how, socrates right now very how, socrates how often have you been uh upset in the car and then you put on some hard driving music right. and then all of a sudden you're boom pedal to the metal you're right did it draw it out of us yeah or you're sad and you put on sound of silence <laughs> But that's what music Then you're suicidal. (laughs) It plays to your emotions. That's exactly what music does. And there's no arguing that Nirvana uh, is and was one of the most influential bands of all time. I mean, you ask more current artists, um, Weezer, Rivers Cuomo has talked about it numerous times, how much of an influence they were. 30 Seconds to Mars, Jared Leto's talked about that. Uh, Seether, we actually got a really cool Seether story for you. So Sean Morgan's the lead singer of Seether, a uh, South African band. And when they first came out, uh, there was a lot of similarities with his voice and Kirk. Because oh, yeah. everybody was trying to compare, right? Mm-hmm. Same with Wes Scantlin from Puddle of Mud. Everybody's trying to, trying to compare. <laughs> like, you sound like, you sound like, you sound like. 
Artists hate that, by the way. They yeah, absolutely yeah. Be original because they want to be original. <laughs> they hate it when they're compared to somebody. I hate it as a radio personality. Me too. I hate it, hate it, hate it. Uh, but that's what people do. That's mm-hmm. what fans do. That's what the critics do. So when Seether first came out, they, you know, they only had so many songs. And when you're a new band, a lot of times you have to do covers. And they would do, you know, you're right by Nirvana. Mm. And I was uh, years and years and years ago. It was like when they first got the early 2000s, I guess. And I, you know, cliche radio dorky DJ question, you know, asked him about the similarities and stuff. And he was way cool. He was always really, really cool dude. And one night they're performing. And I think it was actually funny because we had Brad Arnold from Three Doors on. It was they were it was Three Doors Down, Seether and Soil. I think that was the lineup of the band. Okay. And. At the end of my conversation with Sean, he uh, he said uh, in his cool South African accent, he said, uh, "I got a I got a, a a surprise for you." I went by Buckethead for seventeen years, and long story, but so he goes, "Buckethead, I got a surprise for you. Make uh-huh. sure you stick around for the show." I was like, "Of course, I'm going to stick around for the show." So I was actually getting ready to leave, <laughs> <laughs> and it was at the Hard Rock, and I was I, I was walking. There's a there's a bar right before you get to the the doors to then get to like the foyer to go out, and I'm right there, and he goes up on stage and he goes, "This is for you, Buckethead," you know, <laughs> and, and he does the Nirvana. You know, you're right. Oh, that's awesome! Such a cool moment, such a markout moment. It was like wow, and so I stayed. Of course, obviously. You did. <laughs> At that point, just in the off chance he's looking for you out in the crowd. <laughs> Another band that's as influential. Mm. Oh God, for a generation. I don't know, man. You could maybe make the the claim of a Pink Floyd or a a. a, a who are they? Dang it. Not Immigrant song. Uh, Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin? Yeah, for like the early 70s and like the change from like what rock was in the 60s to hard rock or whatever or what would become heavy I, metal. I, I, I would, I, I could help you with the Led Zeppelin stuff, but uh-huh. not the Pink not the Pink I'm Floyd. not a Pink Floyd guy. I just know a lot of people love them. But Jimmy Page was influential to a lot of guitarists. Sure. So, yes, that. Um, I want to say the Beatles, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, but I I can't think off the top of my head any band that I've ever heard say. I mean, there. Well, that's not true. Bush, Bush is Bush was a big Beatles fan. Uh-huh. I mean, even in uh, Glycerine, he's he drops the line uh, "Strawberry Fields." Right. So uh, Gavin Rosdale, huge huge Beatles fan. So Beatles. As far as like Nirvana. A- as like a man, then Eddie, not Eddie Vedder, but Eddie Van Halen set the stage for guitar, all guitar players to follow him. But now you're breaking it down. I'm talking right. about the band in, 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 in general. Okay. Influential band in general. Mm. Beastie Boys. Yeah. Yeah, they could be. Beastie Boys. Maybe that. You know, I don't know. Anybody want to get in on this? Uh, it, it's it, it'll. It, I'm sure in your head right now listening, you're going... Any of your favorite bands were influential. Like you're gonna, you would say, you know, it's like right. Some forty one. <laughs> <laughs> so many bands love some, and I'm taking anything away from some forty one. But you know what I'm saying? Not influential. Influ- influenced, as you hear in Fat Lip. You know, <laughs> yes. Maiden. You wouldn't say Metallica. No, in the in the heavy metal world, they have a problem giving credit to other bands. 
Um, so, like, if you look at today's heavy metal, Mastodon, and those types of bands, I, I, I don't, you know, even Hell Yeah, like Mudvayne, Chad Gray, those guys, I don't know if they would give credit to any other bands. They just don't. Mm-hmm. Oh. That, at least that I've heard of. No. They kind of do their own thing. It's like, metal's in my veins. Or they do the the deal where you break it down in, in, into an individual guy. Like, it was this guy, but it wasn't, like, the band that he was in. Okay, or- so if in the metal world, you'd have to go back to Judas Priest. Rob Halford. Mm-hmm. That would be your influence. Or Dio. One yes. of those two. Yes. Right? 916-909-0985. I like talking music. So if you want to continue this conversation, bands just as influential as Nirvana, I don't think there's many. They were an entire genre of music, an entire generation. Yes. I mean, it's it's very tough to top a Nirvana. Uh, so we can continue with that conversation in your phone calls. Uh, or we can move on to this dad that uh, did an oopsie-daisy in his kid's lunchbox. It's kind of funny what he accidentally <laughs> put in there. It's the BS on 98 Rock. All right, here we go. Let's talk to you. Your name is Dream? Yeah, my name's Dream. What's up? That's awesome. Dream and Sack. Is that like your real name or is that your dancer name? My dancer name. Uh, <laughs> would be a great name for a dancer that's my birth name that's cool Your parents were hippies i'm assuming uh yeah they're pretty proud yeah that's cool that's awesome you know i've never ever heard somebody with that name in my entire life in america so way cool all right so more influential band on this death anniversary of kirk cobain uh or just as influential i guess you uh, uh, you could say as nirvana I really, I really like first thing that came to mind. I have two, but first thing that came to mind that you all missed was uh, Black Sabbath. Okay, well, hold on for a second. Let's get something straight. We didn't miss anything. We're asking your opinion. So if you were to, if you, if if I had one more minute in that last segment, you would have given me us. I would have said Black Sabbath. Of course. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you, you actually, you well, are you, right. you are correct, though. You know, Black yeah, Sabbath is credited with being kind of the godfathers to heavy metal music. Heavy metal, dude. Stoner metal. Yes. But the, I think that I think when it gets twisted with Black Sabbath is the success Ozzy had after he got fired. You know, so he got fired in the early days of Black Sabbath, and then Ronnie James Dio comes over after, you know, fronting Rainbow. Uh, and Ozzy kind of, I think, took the limelight with him a little bit. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, yeah, people absolutely. get people give more credit to Ozzy than I think they do Black Sabbath. I mean, I, that's just my opinion, but I think Ozzy gets more credit than Black Sabbath. Agreed. You know. Yeah, I completely agree. Anyway. All right. Were you a Nirvana okay. fan? Uh, yeah. Fucking love Nirvana. Yeah. Can't oh. say that stuff. Uh, no. Yeah. no. Dream. <laughs> Dream's got a mouth on her. No cursing on air. <laughs> All right, Dream. Thank you very much. We gotta, we gotta let you go. You say naughty words, and but she effing loved Nirvana. I'll tell you that. <laughs> A lot. Uh, Ethan and Lodi, what's up, dude? Hey, what's up? What's up? Uh, another influential band. Alice in Chains. Okay, I like Alice in Chains. Uh, I like the lineup they have now just as much as I did when they had Lane Staley because William Duvall's a friend, um, but uh, influential, you think? Well, yeah. So you look at bands from the late 90s to the early 2000s, so like post grunge so maybe like Foo Fighters, uh, Nickelback. I know Nickelback gets a lot of hate, but yeah. hey, I like Nickelback, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Mudvayne. You know, you have bands that actually like Stone Sour, a.k.a., you know, uh, 
Slipknot. You know, you have bands that that'll tell you, hey, you know, Lane Staley's voice, Jerry Cantrell's, you know, their their vocals together, their harmonies was great. And I I, I liked them growing up, you know. But have you ever heard of a band post the '90s that gave credit to their style to Allison James? You know, I, I want to say yes, but honestly, from the top of my head, no. And don't forget, too, today is Lane Staley's death as well. So, yeah, R.I.P. You, you are correct. Wow. Yes, sir. I, I, I missed that one. I, I've heard people <laughs> give credit to Jerry Cantrell. I've heard people praise Lane Staley, but I've never, I've never heard anybody say uh, one of our influences was Allison Chains. Correct. I know that Mastodon, you know, they toured with them back in like 2011, 2012, and they gave praise to them and stuff. But yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, when it comes to influential, probably no bands really ever openly said that. But what's crazy is a lot of these these singers, even from the 80s, actually, especially from the 80s, if you strip down their vocals and just listen to them, they're church choir vocals. I mean, they're got a yeah. amazing Lane Staley had one Chris Cornell without a doubt, but Lane Staley had one of the most beautiful voices. If you stripped oh, it man. down, took the needles out of his arm and just put him in right. front of a choir, it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, a lot of yeah. singers started in church. You are correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the eighties, all that you know, glam hair band, which I love, love, love. Um, those guys in their younger days, yep, they they give credit to the you know first Baptist church that they were going to in the youth choir, yeah. in the youth choir or whatever it was. All right, thank you for listening, Ethan. We appreciate you, brother. Yeah, no worries. Thank All you. Right. All right, we'll see you. Uh, so yeah, I, back to the Nirvana stuff. You know, I think I said this the other day when when we were talking with the guy with the book. Uh, is to me, like you know, we hear our parents talk about they know when John. They remember when John Lennon was shot. Right, or you were watching what was it Monday Night Football? Mm-hmm. Walt, you know, and, and they came across and all that stuff. Like I remember where I was when I heard Kirk Cobain had been found dead. Right, you know, and we'd been following because he'd been missing a couple days. So everybody, like all all ears and eyes are glued to MTV because that was our source. Well, that's what I said. Was it a lot of news, press, and stuff like that going on? Our news was Kurt Loader. <laughs> MTV. Well, yeah, and you, you that was the most credible guy on television. For Gen Xers was Kurt Loader. <laughs> and you didn't see a lot of it on the CNNs or anything else yeah. after that. Even after it was announced and the guy's dead. Can you imagine what it would look like now? Because that, that, that then they didn't give any attention to that stuff. Uh-huh. You know, now news is turned. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's just a ratings game. It's just all about entertainment and what people, what you think people want to watch. Mm-hmm. News isn't the news anymore. So then, to, to their credit, they were actually re- Reporting news, <laughs> stuff right. happening in the world. Okay. They were like, "Catastrophes." This is this is news. We're not going to talk about this rock star that's all drugged up. We're not going to waste any time. So you went to MTV. You know, yep. I mean, MTV broke all the stuff. The Backstreet Boys going into rehab. Thank you, Carson Daly and TRL. Yeah, you know that's where you went right after nine eleven. You had an entire generation trying to figure out what the hell just happened. Where did you turn? MTV. That's where all eyes and ears were. They had artists left and right come on and talk about it. Yep, I remember did. just watching, you know, every popular artist from that time, you know, the Kid Rocks, the Limp Biscuits, the M&Ms, the, the boy bands, you know, all those people were showing up. Mm-hmm. Everybody they, has something to say. And they, yeah, they come on, they make, that was their, that was your comfort stuff, you know, for that generation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah. So anyway, was it 30 years, right? 94? 29. 29 years. Right. Just shy, yeah, 29 years. Mm-hmm. Part of the 27 Club. God. Would Nirvana be as popular today if you were still alive? 
I think they would. Nope. No You way. don't think they would? Nope. And I don't think we have Foo Fighters either. Or if we do, we don't have Foo Fighters until 10 years later. Very, very rarely can you get away with more popular after young death if you're still alive. Mm-hmm. You'll be around. You'll be successful. You'll make money. Good chance you'll be forgotten about, sure. made fun of, thrown away. I can see that. That's why you live hard, die young, that whole theory. Mm-hmm. And you go down as a legacy. If that's your thing. I chose I'm going to live. Right. Yeah, I was say, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to be thrown away. Live a loser. <laughs> you'll be a loser. That's right. <laughs> I am actually in training to be a loser and to be thrown away in the next decade. <laughs> All right. Uh, Six Flags tickets here at the end of this hour. We'll do You Don't Know Jeff. So if you want to stick around for that, we've got a four pack of tickets to Six Flags to give out. First, uh, our first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what in California has reached its capacity and what famous app CEO was killed. All right. Get you that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. All right. Here we go. First round of headlines. Go ahead, Nikki D. Several California reservoirs went from almost empty to 100% full. H1. Currently. The majority of the state's reservoirs are at or above their historical normal levels. According to authorities, it produced possibly the deepest snowpack seen in more than 70 years. Among these reservoirs, San Luis um, was almost empty December the 1st, and now they're almost at 98% full. And the reason why this is making news is because the historic rainfall that took place this year in California has taken almost all of the reservoirs, and it's seven large ones here in California, and almost filled them all the way to the top. I like how you say reservoirs. Yeah. You got to, like, slow it down, right? Cause if Reservoir, because not- cause, yeah, because it's hard to pronounce yeah. when you say it. Then. Right, it's a, that's a tricky word. Yes. <laughs> say it again. Reservoir. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. now try spelling it. <laughs> Go Res- ahead. Reservoir. I have it in front of me. R e s. Uh huh. E. Uh huh. Reservoir. Got an extra O R E. You're so no. close. You're so close. There's an extra R in there. S E R V I O R. Yeah, that's what I Reservoir. said. Reservoir. Well, reservoir. Reservoir. It's just that's such a great word. There's like certain words in the English language that you just want to say over and over again. Reservoir. <laughs> immature. And you get some OG that goes immature. Oh, yes, the immature. Yeah. I like the immature guy. I can mm. never pull off the immature. No, you I mean, are not an immature guy. <laughs> like, if I if I say that, you'd be like, dude, what are you talking about right now? Like, what is going on? You have to be that gray fox distinguished gentleman. <laughs> and you have to say it slow. <laughs> that immature. Sh- shopping at Steinmart for some golf clothes. <laughs> it's very immature of you to do. I can't pull it off. No. All right, second headline, good. <laughs> Founder of Cash App, Bob Lee, was murdered, H2. Yeah, Lee was was also a top executive at MobileCoin, and that's a cryptocurrency in San, Fr- in San Francisco. Uh, overnight tributes poured in from other tech executives and colleagues of Lee. I've seen people talking about this literally all day. Uh, last night, the founder of Cash App, Bob Lee, was stabbed to death in San Francisco. He was only 43 years old, so smart, um, had a lot going for himself, and the authorities have no idea at this point who did it or what the motive was. So- yeah, very, very, well, he was out. I'm not saying that this is a reason to get stabbed, but he was out at like 2 a.m. Yeah, 2.30 in the morning. Well, somebody <laughs> in my research 
said that he had something going on with Elon Musk. Now, I don't know if any of that is true. I have not found any evidence of it, but they're feeling like it's some kind of hit that was put out on him. Oh, come on. That's what they're saying. Don't say that out loud. That's silly. I don't know that it's silly. I gotta do, do you know you know how to tell if it, Elon Musk put a hit out on him? How? It would have been an electric knife. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not saying that it's true, Thank but you. when somebody uh, said it to me, I'm like, what? No way. No, Elon Musk is not putting hits out on Cash App Guy. <laughs> that's absurd. Oh they said he owes him millions of dollars. It's, I, that's, I'm sure he'll be okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure he's not going to risk everything that he owns. <laughs> to put a hit out on Cash App guy. I don't That's even know who that I guy said. is. I, I never knew who he was, but I use Cash App regularly. Not anymore. He's the guy that controlled it. He's no, not, it's, still, it's still working. He's not there to push the button. He was approving all the transactions. <laughs> yeah. It's still working. It was a one-man operation. I'm glad we can laugh about murder. Yeah. It's horrible. It it's, is horrible. And they have no suspects? They have no suspects. No idea at this point why anybody wanted to kill him. So they don't know if it's random or if somebody did it. Just no. say like where he's coming from, why why he was out at two thirty in the morning. Nothing good happens after midnight. They're no. real tight lipped right now. I think maybe because of who he is. So they literally have put out no more news. Well, yet. they could say like where he's coming from. Nope, they didn't even say that. They just said in a neighborhood at two o'clock in the morning. Good the neighborhood, Francisco. bad neighborhood. Nope, they're not even telling you where he was. People warned me about San Francisco. Said so don't go there. My, my wife and daughter, they went to, uh, the other day, They, I sent them to, to Dillon Beach, and instead she decides to go to Glass Beach and ends up in Napa Valley. That's at least her story. <laughs> <laughs> and she's sticking to it. And she's sticking to it. I was like, you do know the difference between west and north, right? <laughs> and so uh, they had a good day. They took the dog. Toons Toons went out there. They took pictures. My daughter and her friend are doing the Instagram stuff and, you know, hashtag blah. They come back. So today they went out to Dillon Beach, which okay. is like two places. And I, you know, I, I never been there. That's just what I was told to tell them to do. And I was like, just be careful. If you got to go through San Francisco, don't stop. That's just what I'm being told. San and San you, did, you don't have to go through San Francisco to get to the beach, by the way. I just found that out. <laughs> but that's everybody tells me how bad San Francisco is, and uh, I've never been there, so I'm not. T- I, I can't tell you firsthand. But it's going. Cra- everybody was like, don't go there. Don't go there. You know, I got my car broken into. It's going crazy. It's gone mad. So I don't know if there's any truth to that or not. I was there for two hours. I did not got get robbed assaulted. five times. Yeah, well, there it is. Yep. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Missing teeth. <laughs> Came back with all his windows and his truck busted out. Very mm-hmm. sad times. All right. You interested in going to Six Flags? Got a four pack of tickets. Six Flags Discovery Kingdom on sale now. Sixflags.com. Slash Discovery Kingdom. You don't know Jeff. Very simple stuff. You literally do nothing other than call us. You can pick either Jeopardy Jeff, the five-time, 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 five-time world heavyweight Jeopardy champion, winning well over six figures some years back. Very smart guy, even though last week we beat him. We beat him. Or you can pick Team Bailey D. Yes. Forced to be reckoned with. Yeah, we got a win under our belt. Mm-hmm. This doesn't happen very often. And then teamwork, you, teamwork. And then you just go on hold, really. That's all you do. And then hopefully whoever team you picked uh, wins. So, All right, 916-909-0985. Do need some players. Again, 916-909-0985. Again, Six Flags tickets up for grabs. Need some players. You don't know Jeff. Here next, it's the BS on 98 Rock. Someone's going to get these questions right. And it's not going to be Bailey or Nikki D. You don't seem like a super genius. That's why the game's called You Don't Know Chef. 
You don't know Jeff. Man, a four-pack of tickets to Six Flags Discovery Kingdom up for grabs. All kinds of things to do at Six Flags. Uh, so here's how the game plays. We're going to get, uh, let's see, Keith and Sack. How are you, Keith? I'm good. All right. You are going to take whom? Jeopardy Jeff or Team Bailey D? Uh, Jeopardy Jeff. Yeah, that's okay. All right, hang on. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. And Willie and Sack, you're taking Team Bailey D. You're so lucky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, yeah. And, of course, there's the five-time, 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 five-time World Jeopardy champion, and that is one Jeopardy. Jeff, how are you, my friend? It's a pleasure as always. Good to see you. I'm doing all right. Hanging huh? in there. Yeah. Still recovering. Monday night I was at the uh, national championship game in Houston, and so still kind of oh. tired from that, but it was fun. That's where you get the hookup because you're the vice president of a university in uh, the state of Texas, correct? Yeah, that, yeah, associate vice president. But yeah, it, it works. It, it's uh, you know, it's helpful to have a few connections. Yes or no? Did you pay for those tickets? No. Okay. <laughs> yes or no? There was a one in front of your section. No. Ooh. But we're in the club section, so. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yes or no? You were bored because it was a blowout. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was, it was, you know, we were entertaining donors. So I, I just focused on my job. I got you. Uh, (laughs) now how have you been doing since last, uh, appearance on the BS? Because, well, you know, I've been, I've been trying, hoping that the wounds have scarred over a little bit Mm -hmm. and, uh, trying to, uh, trying to come to terms with my humanity this well, week truth be told jeopardy jeff i was as shocked as you were <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't <laughs> well, well you know back in the day day when we first started doing this i don't think we ever won <laughs> so i was like yeah, wow a couple times but it was yeah it was you know it, it's a little different when it's on zoom rather than being right there in the studio i'm gonna blame it on that and the fact that i don't have headphones and that nelson can't figure out who buzzes in first but other than that i think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so you're playing for Keith and Sack there, Jeopardy Jeff. We got right. Willie and Sack. Uh, buzz in sounds first, Jeopardy Jeff. Bat! All right. Did you see how he got closer to the camera? <laughs> yes. To make it louder. <laughs> and uh, for Team Bailey D, we both can have different buzz in sounds, and we still will put our heads together and try yep. to come up with an answer. Nikki, you have. Fave. And I have a woo. All right. Uh, are we ready? I am ready. Okay, there will be categories. There'll be two questions in each category. Mm-hmm. Okay, make sure you you know listen carefully because Jeopardy Jeff's going to start growing hair. It's going to get weird. <laughs> okay, go ahead. In what the category of movies, oh. here we go. What is the name of the song that Queen Elsa sings as she builds? Her- <laughs> Bailey D. Let it go. let it go. Yeah, let it go. Let Final it go. answer. Let it go. Yeah. Oh, let, let it go. go. should be the motto for now <laughs> it's like for everybody anyway go ahead in which indiana jones movie would you find Whoa! excuse go ahead temple of doom i was gonna say that too temple of doom wow temple of doom is correct oh! short round, oh, short round. you want to you, you want to ask the question now <laughs> you know on jeopardy they make you say the whole clue before you respond oh fair in which in which indiana jones movie would you find short round 
Oh my God! What a guess! <laughs> yes. Sorry. How could you have Jeopardy, Jeff? You know that we have to buzz in early and take some guesses. You understand? I'm aware of, okay. I'm aware of how this this works, <laughs> and that I'm at a handicap. I got it. I know how it is. It, there's a reason it's the BS. It's the Bailey Show. It's not the Jeff Show. No, so I understand. Good. It's not about that. It's just that we you know we we're at a disadvantage. That's our handicap. We got to buzz in. Okay, so we're up two nothing. We are. Yes. We should just All end right. the bit now. In the, all right, there we go. We're done. All right, go ahead. In the category of Science. What does the Richter scale Woo! measure? Dave. Bailey D. Seismic activity. Seismic activity. We're actually. Mm, um, it, I actually need. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have to give you a. I'm gonna have to give you a buzzer on that one. Well, you can't just let him answer. I, we gotta get together oh, first. I was talking to her. Oh, excuse. Well, that's fine. Go ahead. I can Go whip ahead. myself if you Go like. Ahead. Yeah, whip. Ahead. Give him yourself a whip. I will. Jeopardy, Jeff. You can steal. Would you read the whole thing just to make sure there's not a? What does the Richter smart. scale measure? I got the whole si- I got the whole thing out. Oh, okay. Uh, well, earthquakes. Earthquakes. Earthquake magnitude is correct. Yeah. Well, I I thought you were I was trying to say earthquakes. I, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing: is in in that world in which I'm very much a part of. <laughs> this is a meteorologist. We say seismic activity. <laughs> you and your fellow seismologists. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> We're seismologists. What waste product is produced when we exhale? Dave. Jeopardy Jeff. Carbon dioxide. Oh. Carbon dioxide is correct. Woo! Carbon dioxide. <laughs> <laughs> to a piece. Would you have accepted CO2? I would have accepted CO2, yes. Oh, okay. Nice. Would you accept it whatever Jeopardy Jeff would have said if I buzzed in? That would have been my answer. Whatever Jeopardy Jeff <laughs> yes. would say. Okay, yes, I would have accepted that, yes. In the category of art, mm. you could say the Venus de Milo is incomplete as it lacks <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff. She's missing her arms. She is missing her arms. Did we know that? Uh, we knew that. We did. We just didn't get buzzed in fast enough. All right, well, you got to wake up. I was trying to hear up. all the questions. If you hear the Vince de Marlo, whatever that was, then you got to buzz. Get up yeah. in that. <laughs> Sleeping <laughs> up. I can't carry this team every week. <laughs> Are you crazy? This painter was known for his changing periods. Fave. Uh Changing okay. periods. Changing That's periods. Bailey D. It's a that woman, is... right? No. With periods. No. Changing periods, like the changing periods of the art. Oh. So, Michelangelo. I think it's Mikhail. Mikhail? Mikhail, Michael. Mikhail Angelo. Angelo. You got to get a little. Tw- tw- you want to go with that? Well, I would say Picasso. Picasso. That's like the go to, right? Or Michelangelo. Michael, go Michelangelo. We're going to go with Michelangelo. Final Michelangelo, answer. final answer. Yes. Yeah. Bam. Oh. <laughs> Jeopardy Jeff, the rest of the question. Including his blue period. This painter known for his changing periods, including his blue period. I believe that is Picasso. Picasso. That's the ear thing. Final answer? Yes. Again. Picasso is correct. <laughs> Read the tattoo on my lower back. <laughs> Team carrier. The ear thing is Van Gogh. <laughs> the oh, my fiance, the artist, is uh, <laughs> rolling her eyes right now. I promise you. That. It doesn't matter if I got the ear thing right. I got the name right. The fair. Yeah, that is that is correct. Wait, the ear is Van Gogh. Oh, you're yeah, I, did, I corrected him on the ear being Van Gogh. In the category of biology. Mm. Mm. Biology. 
32 is the count of a full set of these. Jeff, Jeopardy Jeff. Teeth. Teeth oh, adult. Would be adult teeth is correct. Yes. Just waiting for another movies category. <laughs> <laughs> movies part two. <laughs> this muscle is responsible for our ability to breathe. Ooh. Bailey D. Yeah. Our, By an inch. That would be our, our lungs. Diaphragm. Or diaphragm. Yeah. Our, our lungs are diaphragm. Our lungs are muscle? I think lungs are a muscle. Okay. Let's let's go with lungs. 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 Final answer. It's yeah. wrong. When he says it like that, it's wrong. <laughs> every I time. already have a tell. <laughs> every time. It better not be. I'm going to say it now. same way every time now. That's why when he says it, you got to let me say no. <laughs> Jeopardy, uh, Jeff, the muscle responsible for our ability to breathe. Yeah, that actually is the diaphragm. Oh, diaphragm hey. would be the muscle itself, yeah. My bad. My bad. It's on me. Sometimes being a member of a one-person team is easier. I'm just going to say <laughs> My bad. That's on me. That's on me. In the category of geography, what is the largest country by area? Team Bailey D. That would be Asia. God, we are just not on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, you were right last time. I I don't think you're correct, but go ahead. I think it's Africa. Okay, it's not right, but just... Africa, final answer. Just to prove that that she's wrong. Go ahead. Would you listen to me? (laughs) So, not to be pedantic, but the largest country (laughs) in area... Yes, he was is listening. Not continent, but country oh. is Canada. Oh, oh. <laughs> I heard continent. I heard Final continent answer. Too. Yeah, Canada. I might be wrong, but I think it's wrong. oh, it's you know, what's Russia. And that it's would have been correct. Russia, Russia is the largest by my area. Continent. Here's the thing: is when he speaks, I hear something different. <laughs> I heard continent too. Because like he starts. <laughs> He starts out, and I have an answer, and I change the question in my head. It's the oddest thing. Would you like me to whip me to, for that, too? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just I need to pay attention when he says final answer, because that's your clue, right? No, it's not my final answer. Right. <laughs> what, what's the score? Six to two. Six to two. Come on. Give oh us my God. Dumb down these categories. I'm embarrassed about that last one. Give me, give me another one. All right. Fatitude is another way to remember these imaginary lines that circle the earth. Faith. Nikki D. Fatitude. Fatitude. Mm-hmm. The lines that linear lines. Um, linear? Is that what they're called? What? What? Li- linear. Is, is that lines? like they've lost weight? No. What is? Is that a frozen <laughs> weight loss program? The lines linear. that circle the Earth. What are they call? I don't know. I think they're. Called That's why linear, I didn't buzz in. Linear lines. What the hell is a linear? <laughs> the lines that circle the Earth. I don't think you're saying that properly. I think. I, I think I, you're trying to say linear. Linear. Whatever. Those are some lines. Well, I's and E's are two totally different letters. Well, what do you want to go with? I don't know. Go with linear well, go because with linear I've never lines. heard that word before. Is final answer. Final a- See, there it is. <laughs> I'm trying to say final answer every time the same way. <laughs> that was a linear. Fatitude. Another way to remember these imaginary lines that circle the earth. Oh! It must be lines of latitude. It would right? be lines of latitude. Yes. When you're in school, they say, if you want to remember latitude, latitude is fatitude because it runs around the fat part of the earth. God, that's a that's a great question. That was Thank you. Fatitude. Very good question. Yeah, Thank you. And, and I like the little thing afterwards with the fatitude and latitude. Uh-huh. It makes me feel dumber. <laughs> oh, 
don't, no, no. That's correct. No, no I, I, pre- I like to feel dumber. You know, so I learned, so I'll never forget that. All right, we got to get on a roll here. Okay. In the category of animals, these birds can't fly. <gasps> Go ahead, Bailey D. Penguins. Damn, I was going to say ostrich. Uh, ostrich can't God, fly. God, we, we shouldn't have buzzed in. Buzzed Why did you do that? Uh, okay, let's go. I like penguins. Penguins? Okay, we're going to go with penguins. Uh, Final answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> These birds can't fly, but can reach speeds of 25 miles per hour underwater. They're penguins. also all gay. Did you know that? <laughs> I did not know they were all gay. Yeah, Last yeah. I, I did Some the... of them are gay. I don't know if they're all gay. <laughs> no. I, I did the penguin experience, and I went backstage, and they're, Wait all, a second. they're all gay. They are. <laughs> penguins are all gay. <laughs> The penguin experience means something other than. <laughs> that's a true story. At least that's how I remember it. Yeah. Don't die, Nelson, please. You've <laughs> never heard of a gay penguin? <laughs> yeah, they call it the penguin experience. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you cut the arm off of this fish after regeneration, you'll have two complete copies. Fave. What? Bailey Dean. You said if you cut the arm off of a fish. I think it's a linear fish. A tadpole. <laughs> Ooh. Tadpole's not a fish. But when it's a tadpole, it looks like a fish. <laughs> I mean, it's good logic. Yeah, we need to change this name not to, a you don't fish. know Jeff, to Bailey and Nick, you're idiots. <laughs> okay, think of another fish. Uh, I, I, that's why I didn't buzz in. The, a goldfish. The f- goldfish. If you cut off a goldfish's, I didn't know fish had arms. That's I didn't know the fish thing. had arms either. Out. So I th- is this like a trick question? Is time's running out? Um, Five, uh, 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 four, fish oh. arms. Three. I'm gonna just say two. goldfish. Goldfish. Goldfish is final answer. I don't know a fish. With- <laughs> you cut the arm off of this fish after regeneration. You'll have two complete copies. God, that's such a great question. I I have no. I'm gonna go with arm fish. Oh. <laughs> arm fish. Final answer. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I don't know. It would be the starfish. Oh, the starfish. Oh, my God. The starfish is the only oh. animal that will completely regenerate a full too. copy of itself. Nelson, that's a, that's a great question. <laughs> Nicely done. Wow. In the category of religion. All right, this is me. Let's go. This is the head of the Catholic Faith. Church. Faith. Team Bailey D. It's the Pope. Pope. It's the Pope. Final answer. Well, it's ar- arguably you can say the good word of Pope. <laughs> this is the Pope. But we're gonna go with the Pope. <laughs> the Pope is the Pope. One for the kid for the Pope. Oh. The, the Bishop of Rome. Hmm. <laughs> oh, my daughter just answered starfish. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Voodoo is said to Voodoo. Bailey D. We don't even know the question. <laughs> Uh, did I buzz in? Yeah, you oh. heard a woo. I heard a woo. We don't even know the I question. don't remember buzzing in. I heard a woo. All he said was voodoo. That's it. I, I think that was voodoo then. <laughs> I don't re- I don't even remember buzzing in. So uh. oh, okay. okay, New Orleans. Maybe he was asking where it's, it's heavily practiced or where it originated. Yeah, those are all great. Well, we concerns. don't know the questions. Yeah, I- uh, We're yeah. just going to say Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana. Of course, that's the answer. Louisiana, final answer? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're losing. Voodoo Sorry. is said to have traveled from West Africa to this 
U.S. City. (laughs) Jeopardy Jeff. Jeopardy Jeff. That'll be New Orleans. New Orleans would be. That hurts me. That hurts. That's correct. New Orleans is correct. With that, the final score, unfortunately, is 8-4, to a blowout. Jeopardy Jeff. Back in my winning ways. Good pick, Keith. Keith, congratulations. Four-pack of tickets to Six Flags, brother. Awesome. Thank you. Uh Hold on. (laughs) Willie, sorry for being stupid. We'll try again next week. (laughs) All right. Yeah, he's not even going to talk to losers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, look for Jeopardy Jeff for Jeff on the Facebook. Follow him. Talk to him. He's a great guy. And uh, and befriend him. All right, Jeopardy Jeff, good talking to you, buddy. Congratulations. Nice win. Thanks. Always a pleasure. All right, see we'll you. see you. Uh, leave this meeting. There. <laughs> yeah. hey. New Orleans. Why didn't you stick with that? Why did you oh. say Louisiana? You changed it to Louisiana. God. Because I, I, I had no idea what the question was. I was so excited. I was trying to hide it when she said it. I was like, oh, she's going to get it with nothing. She's going to get it with nothing. Just go with that answer. I thought I was on fire at the beginning, like Dude. answering stuff, but like just said Indiana Jones, boop, temple. I know. Like, God, how could you have known? Because. He couldn't. He just guessed. I lost my powers like, five minutes into the bit. <laughs> Two questions for you if you'd like to participate. At a dinner table, both questions regarding dinner table. When is it okay to double dip? Mm. And do you start eating your food (laughs) before other people get to the table? (laughs) Yes, I I will tell you that one person on this show does it. I'm not going to say her name. Very, very rude. <laughs> I've got more on this, but if you want to get in on it, 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock. The queen of eating food before everybody else gets served is one Miss Nikki D. <laughs> I think it is, without a doubt, the rudest thing you could possibly do. So you say, okay, Bailey, well, what if they bring one person's food before the other? You send it back. No, you don't. Absolutely. No, you don't. Especially if you're at a fancy pants place. You should. That is just bad service. If that's it's very simple. I mean, I know they did this whole story and article and percentages of 62% of people say it's not cool to start eating before. Well, you know what? The other 38%, um, you're cool. The six, or I mean, I'm sorry. The other 38%, you have no manners. No way. Yeah. It's, it's, it is not. It, it is. It isn't. Not cool. It is not not cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, to I don't start normally eat uh, my my main course before everybody else. What I ate before Nelson was a salad, a side salad, which is like an appetizer. But there have been times that my food may have came out a little bit earlier than everybody else's. But you're supposed to eat your food while it's hot. Yeah, that's the restaurant's fault. It's not my fault. So I'm not going to send my food back so that I can spit in it. Uh, well, I'm leaving the restaurant. Get my money back. So you're just gonna get up and walk out because Damn my right. food came out before yours. Damn right. No way. Yeah, just I'll do the same thing if they bring us my salad out at the same time. I'm out. I'll shoot myself in the foot. You know, I have a tendency, <laughs> uh, not literally, but metaphorically. I, I I have a tendency to do that very often, just to prove a point. Is I I, I there are certain little things like that that set me off. 
because all it is is laziness. I can't stand for incompetence. Incompetence is laziness. That means you're being disrespectful. You see how that all works together? It does not mean anybody's being disrespectful. It simply means the server may have forgotten about your salad, so she brought it out with your food. Forgetfulness is laziness. But you're okay is incompetence. with it at males. But everywhere else, <laughs> you're holding everybody to these high standards. So you know that little line between North and South Korea where it's safe? Mm-hmm. That's males. Oh, my gosh. The demilitarized zone? <laughs> yeah. Nothing DMZ. Nothing can be wrong with males. Correct. Oh yeah, that is heaven on earth. They do no wrong, in <laughs> okay. my opinion. Okay. But they, they, they didn't bring our, I mean, we're not talking about bringing food out separately. They bring our food out all at the same time. You I mean, it's a the word incompetent. Yeah, they're not incompetent. She didn't even know that she had sugar on the table. Oh, that poor child. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. That's fine. Go ahead. Make an excuse. But that's for her. not the point of the story. Sugar's not even in here. What about <laughs> the iced tea that never showed that we asked for? Incompetence, three times? according to him. That's incompetence. Well, we don't know the whole story. <laughs> I have, uh-huh. I've seen mm-hmm. a thread on Reddit that there is an iced tea shortage. <laughs> oh, got it. <laughs> Understood. It wasn't, it wasn't even sweet. I will defend anyone at that restaurant until the day I die. Mm. They do no wrong whatsoever. Uh, so, yeah, that's with the, uh, the food coming early. What about double dipping? Now. This is a separate story, by the way. You don't double dip unless you're eating your own cup full of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of times I'll order an extra cup. Just for me, because I like double dipping. But if you're eating with other people, you scoop you a little bit out and put it on your plate. You can't double dip. Did I not see you the couple times that uh, we've gone out for Mexican? You double dip your chip in the salsa. But now, if you rotate salsa, the chip, I don't be sharing it with y'all. But where there's only one bowl of salsa. There's always two. There's always two. There have always not, been two, but I always two. But I think I've been eating out of your double dip bowl. <laughs> well, then that must be because you want to. I didn't know. I didn't know there was a double dip situation. Well, I, 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 now I believe the question would be: Do you really think he cares? Fair? No. No. No, he's fine with it. No, I care if I double dip into somebody else's stuff because the other day she and I shared an appetizer, and apparently she was done with it, but I didn't know. And so she saw me go over for some ranch with my little knife, and she goes, you you can just dip in there now. I'm not going back in that bowl. <laughs> oh, because you double dipped? No, because no, she was done with it altogether. The appetizer no. was gross. So this guy uh, in Japan double dipped using chopsticks in a communal bowl of pickled ginger. That's gross. And he and his friend actually got arrested for it. What? This was one of those places where, like, the sushi comes on the conveyor, or, or, or they're talking about like the conveyor belt stuff. We try. We thought that we went and had uh, sushi the other night in Rockland at Crazy, Crazy Sushi. Like the whole shopping plaza is crazy. Like crazy hair, crazy nails, crazy parking, crazy trees. Mm-hmm. Everything's crazy. It's named. I mean, literally, it's named. Crazy. Everything's crazy. Right. And so we thought that it was one of those conveyor things. Oh, and I, I, I don't care about the conveyor thing, but my daughter and her, her friend were like, ah, it's con- sushi on a conveyor. Got to go. They're like, sure, absolutely. Whatever you want, we'll go. They did not have conveyors, by the way. <laughs> Very good sushi, mind you, but they did not have conveyors. Mm. I think that's what type of restaurant this was, and they double dipped. They got arrested for it. I mean, that's Japan rules, too. Dang. Yeah, but they're hyper like against any kind of uncleanliness in Japan. And we should be the same right, right here. You shouldn't get arrested for double dipping, though. That's extreme. I agree. You should not get arrested, but punch in the face, maybe. <laughs> I mean, a stern mm-hmm. talking to. 
Maybe yelled at. Yeah, but their bathrooms there are some of the nicest ever. I'll take getting arrested over double dipping if I could go to a public restroom and not feel like I was going to get hepatitis. Nelson says it's okay to double dip. Did I hear that correctly? If you spin the food. You rotate the chip. So I take one off the, let's say the you got the three points of a chip, right? I'll pinch in the middle and with the main point, and then you just rotate the chip to a new point that you haven't touched. So the point that that has not touched the dip mm-hmm. has touched his fingers. No, That's I, what I was about to say. You're no, touching it. No, 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 no. no. T- you got to think of it like a triangle. Think like a Dorito. No, so I understand. So you've pinched I, in between the I two points, and it. you don't go You don't go I, to where you've touched. I, I, I get it. I get it. You're, you're still, you're, you're, your fingers have touched it. <laughs> <laughs> when you picked it up, you're you're you're, you're missing. I, I understand the whole triangle. You thing. didn't perfectly pick it up in the middle. Nobody picks up a chip like mm. that. You just pick up the chip. Yeah, nobody perfectly picks up food in general. Period. <laughs> 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 don't hear my try, system. You're just trying to justify your disgusting food <laughs> no, habits. Oh, you just don't put your mouth side in. It's like I got this cheese stick and picture like a, a stick, right? Just, you know, and so your fingers are at uh-huh. this part of the stick, and you dip it in, and then you rotate. The stick. I would flip it. And you flip it and rub it down, and then you put it back in there. That's okay. You got me there. I would flip a cheese stick. Yeah, I know you would. I would go both sides of a cheese stick, and then you can't dip the middle. No, I'm not saying back in the day that I didn't have these bad habits. I worked worked in the service industry. I lived off of very few dollars, you know, a month Uh for beer and whatever else that was horrible to put in my body. Uh, so I would have to eat food off of other people's plates that they didn't finish that <laughs> I was supposed to throw okay, away. Okay, but were these people you knew or these were no. people from the restaurant? No. Total strangers. Yeah. yeah. So is it double dipping? Does it matter who you're with? You wanna, Here, let me tell you. This is one time. I did this numerous times, but I think I think it was this was the last time I did it because it kind of grossed me out. <laughs> My fi- This was a, uh, it was a place on the water in Osprey, Florida, it's called Spanish Point, and I was the deck dude. And literally, my job was to clean up stuff off the tables. Like I didn't have to serve anybody. I just I was it was a bus, bus boy. boy. Yeah. And my favorite thing on the menu was this fake crab quesadilla. Loved it. It was just so cheap bar food, but mm-hmm. this crab quesadilla is my favorite. And I was starving, absolutely starving. This table gets up, leaves like a quarter of the quesadilla on there, <laughs> but. It had. I didn't realize this at the time, but they had poured salsa all over it, so right. it had gotten moist. Mm. <laughs> it's like wet eggs, right? Oh. And I take it there was this little like uh, storage room with the ketchups and stuff like that. So I would sneak the food in there so nobody would see me. And I remember taking a bite out of it, expecting that my favorite crunchy feeling of this quesadilla, and it was like eating snow. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, Nevin! And I think that was the last time I ever did that. Ate off somebody's plate. Yeah, you didn't know it was it was pretty gross. Do you double dip like with your wife, your kids? You don't care. Oh, I don't care. I don't care if they do it either. Right. You know, it's my family. Just strangers. Isn't that weird? Like you would mm-hmm. go and make out with a total stranger if you were attracted mm-hmm. to him, but you won't double. I mean, Nelson's I the exception, but you you wouldn't go and double dip with a total. Like if you go out to, on a date. Yeah. You want to sleep with that person. You want to yes. shove your tongue down their throat. You want to touch all kinds of their body with your face. Uh-huh. But God forbid you double dip a, a, a chip with them. <laughs> no, if I was on a date, I might double dip, but I wouldn't drink out of their straw. But same, Weird, but same concept, it's right? The same thing. Yeah. I would not drink out of straw. 
Another 37% of the people say it's not cool to take photos of your meal. You can bite my ass. I take photos of my food all the time. Yeah, yeah people need I love to know it. and see what I'm eating. My hashtag food porn stuff. <laughs> I, I love pictures of food. Love it. I love taking them and I like looking at them. <laughs> all right, second round of headlines, Nikki D. I'm going to tell you what facilities now require silence and how a mob prank ended horribly wrong. All right, two big stories from today. Get learned. Your second round of headlines here next. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Here we go, round two of headlines, Nikki D. Healthcare facilities in SAC have been granted quiet zones, H3. It's not unusual outside Planned Parenthood clinics and offices in Sacramento. Men bring their girlfriends or their wives here to dispose of their children. People addressing patients and staff on microphones and megaphones. A unanimous vote from the Sacramento City Council came down yesterday. They uh, mandated a 100-foot quiet zone that's going to go into effect around all Sacramento healthcare facilities in the next 30 days. What does that mean? So that means that if you are trying to protest, you know how people stand outside of clinics that do abortions and things like that with their signs and megaphones and they're yelling at you as you're going in and out, you'll no longer be able to do that. You have to be 100 feet away there can be no rioting, none of that. You can't do any of those things. No healthcare facility. So well, that's good. I like mm-hmm. that. I, actually, they should up that. And, you know, you remember years ago they had the little, like, some cities had blue lines for homeless to, to beg. Mm-hmm. Like, you had to be in those areas. They should do the same thing for protesters. Yeah. Because there are people that are, you know, like, look, you have every right to protest. I'm not saying you shouldn't be protesting if, as long as you do it properly, right? Mm-hmm. Don't get in the way of the interstate and block my car. Don't yell at my child if we're trying to get into the mall or something like right. that. It's it's abs- you're just rude. You should have sections off to the side, far away mm-hmm. from everybody. But they'll get the news attention. That's why they're there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and it's it sometimes deters people who want to go inside from going inside because they don't want to be harassed. Actually, I want it. I tried to get an abortion because people were protesting it. <laughs> no, you didn't. I saw them. I was driving down the street, and I got out of my car, and I walked into the abortion clinic just because they were protesting. It's another one of those mind-your-business type moments. By yourself. Wearing fur, and I got red paint thrown on me from another group that was protesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you did. There was a circus next door. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> now, actually, the abortion clinic was next to a boutique. It's called Fur and More. Fur and More. Everybody, yeah. Have you guys seen the movie PCU from back in the oh day? Oh my God, yes! It's such a visionary movie. It's so before its time. Yes, John Favreau, Jeremy Piven. It's such a great cast, and it's such a brilliant movie. Meat it, eaters. It came out in like the early nineties. <laughs> yeah, and you watch it, and it's fantasy. You're going. There's the, the the whole story is there's this college called PCU. Which is, you know, Port Chester University. Right. The, okay. whoop, the whooping cranes. Oh, yes. The whooping cranes. Save the Port Chester whooping cranes. I've been trying to find a shirt that has the wo- Port Ch- PC whooping cranes. Oh, cr- that would be awesome. But it's, you know, it's, it's the play on politically correct university, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Everybody protests there about everything. And so that's the whole movie and how they reverse it. And it works out into their favor. And it's brilliant. But you look at the movie, you watch the movie, you go... There's no way that there's so many people upset about so many things about uh, inconsequential things. Oh, yeah. They are. That movie's real. Just 30 years too soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
That's why I've always thought that they should re- remake the movie. Oh, that would be great. And then have him come back as the dean. Him come back as the dean. Well, yeah. that's why it was so beautiful about him being in old school as the dean, because he was the bad guy in old school. The bad guy. All right. Second headline. Trying to pull a prank ended up with a YouTuber fighting for his life. H4. You know, it's just like surreal. Um, I couldn't believe it. But tonight, Jeremy Cook says despite what happened to his son, he is slowly recovering in the ICU. So all these YouTubers, pranksters, you see these videos on social media. They're going up to people randomly, you know, asking them questions or putting stuff on people's heads. Well, this one YouTuber, 21-year-old Tanner Cook, was in the mall in Virginia, walked up trying to prank this guy. And the guy says that he was offended. So he pulled out a gun and he shot him. This YouTuber kid is a punk. Oh, he's a he's kind of a douche. Yeah, he's, he's I mean, like there's. But you can't kill him. <laughs> no, you can't. No, you are correct. <laughs> make sure we get that. You can't kill them. Make it very clear. You cannot kill the people. No. Uh, you look at shows like Impractical Jokers, mm-hmm. and you see the success, and you see how funny it is. Understand, there are numerous people behind that show. Production and all that stuff. And they're not impeding on people's privacy. They're not invading privacy. They're not mm-hmm. badgering people, harassing people. This is what this kid was doing. Yep. For the likes and the views. Yep. There's a difference. Now, you might get lucky because some of his videos have 50 plus thousand views. I went and saw some of them. They're not very funny. Mm. You know, I understand what he's trying to do and what he's trying to accomplish. He has like 40,000 subscribers. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nikki and I have a friend that. He's doing the same thing right now. He's pulling off a prank that I don't know. You made me think now that it might backfire on him because. He's actually telling an absolute lie. Mm. He's gone. He's gone viral, <laughs> he's and gone viral. it's because of the you know the the backlash to Budweiser and all the stuff with the the trans community and Kid Rock and the machine guns and blah blah blah. So he's taking advantage of that, but it's all a lie. Yeah, he went on TikTok. And- he's having people send beer to a garage, oh. saying that's Budweiser. He's like, yeah. you don't want it. And he's telling people that it's Bud, it's the headquarters or something of Budweiser. Yeah. Oh, he's going to get himself hurt. <laughs> so he's going to be going by every day just collecting beer if people start sending it there. Now, this dude is a good dude, and he means oh, yeah, well, yeah. and yeah. He's, he's, he's trying to do something clever and creative. And but viral. He's, but he's not the smartest kid in the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Nelson's got kind of a dilemma. His uh, kids will be coming to stay with him this summer. Mm-hmm. And there's a place that he wants to go to. That place is the most magical place on earth. All right. Uh, the debate off air came up. Do you take your kids to a place that they'll never remember? And only memories that they have are years later in picture form. Mm. And is it the same thing now? Because nobody's got photo albums. You don't bring them out. Mom doesn't bring out photo albums anymore. Is it the same concept? Uh, and is there any place that you went, maybe when you were younger, that you didn't remember, don't remember, later years down the road you found out? Their play, that's, that's happened to me numerous times. Yeah, me too. And I had like deja vu. As I got older, I was like, oh my God, I remember going there and I remember this happened. Oh. It's kind of trippy. Yeah. Oh. 916-909-0985. We'll have that conversation here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Hey, thanks for being here. It's the BS on Any Rock. My name's Jason Bailey right there, Nikki D. That's me. There's Nelson mm-hmm. at Listen to the BS on the Instagram and on the Facebook. Starting to get some odd followers. Like what? Like who? Like sex bots. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, oh. I've seen an influx of sex bots. Hmm. I miss that. 
you, you like miss getting it or no i missed it i have not seen the six oh. spots following us i didn't know if it was <laughs> i the didn't see the notification geographical location that i now hail from or not <laughs> but i've seen an influx of sex spots hmm. um so i follow back do right you? yeah i just I, I don't want i don't want to be rude no. Well, and just I'm when just they get it, I don't. Oh, that's I, what I said. My we wife's can't, listening. We can't follow everybody. <laughs> like, no back. way. That's not happening. <laughs> uh, always free in the Odyssey app where you can also get the podcast after the fact as well as the baileyshow.com if you don't mind. Nelson has left his children behind, as mm-hmm. actually we all have, right. to, to move here. And it's uh, it, it, it's tough. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It's very tough. Uh, we all love our families. We love our children. Um, but, you know, work calls, and this was a great opportunity. Nonetheless, we're very happy to be here. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. But uh, Nelson's kids uh, will be coming for the summer, right? They're going to come for part of it. I don't know how much of it they're going to be able to to be able to be out here. But yeah, as much of the summer as I can get them. Originally, they were going to come with me uh, right after school. But now I'm going to leave them where they're at for another year, and then they will come officially become Californians next year. But this summer, they're going to come and join me for a little while. And when you said leave them where they're at, that's the fire station under the yes. safe haven rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, Nebraska is one of those spots where you can drop the kids off till they're 18. And you, you just have to provide the um, the, the, the lead yeah. so they can go back and forth from uh-huh. the street. I got you. Yeah. So he wants to take them to Disney, mm-hmm. right? Which is cool. Disney's a great place. Love Disney. Magical. Magical Disney. Disney World, Disneyland, Disneyland, Disney World, right? We've got Disneyland here over on the other coast. They have mm-hmm. Disney World. I lived in Orlando for... 17-ish years, so I'm very familiar with the Disney spirit and working with the fine people at Disney. Mm -hmm. But Disney is a place for kids. It's supposed to be a place for kids. Right. Uh, Walt will tell you that himself. It's a place for children. It's the most magical place on earth. And I remember years and years ago dating somebody thinking that I was clever, taking them to Disney on a date, right, Mm because I had the hookup. And I was... It's the worst thing you can do as an adult. Really? Why do you say that? Because it's everything's so small. Like you went, you, you you go for the kids. Right. right. This isn't a shot to Disney by no stretch of the imagination. If anything, it's a compliment. It's made for kids. It's made to make memories for children. Mm-hmm. When you go back as an adult, you can't, at least in my opinion, enjoy it like you do as a child. Oh, there's no way. Bite your tongues. What are y'all talking about? I have friends that go to Disney multiple times a year. So Even do one I. of my old coworkers. Yeah. Him I know and what his you're wife about. go like every other month. But, but they take weird. their kids. No, they don't. They're they don't. there right now alone. No the kids. Disney adults is what they call them. Yeah, and my friend doesn't even have kids. So she goes every year a few times a year. And I haven't been back to Disney as an adult. I was supposed to go with her. Before the pandemic, we were going down for the wine tasting thing they do there. And I was actually really excited because I haven't been in a long time. Okay. Now you're you're talking about Epcot. Okay. So you. No, we were going to all the parks. I understand that. But Epcot was built for adults. I Mm -hmm. remember going when it was first built. I remember seeing the ball being built. I remember being in the ball next to, in one of those carts next to my mother and my first stepdad. And you had like three options, space, air, land, and sea. And I think I picked C, and I look over, and they picked air. And I was like, oh, my God, we're going to be separated. Oh. Air, 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 air. <laughs> they put you in balls in Epcot? Uh, yeah, the big silver ball. Yeah, there's okay. a ride. That, oh, that, okay. It's like, but it's it's a ride. I in, haven't been. Well, it's a ride in that, like, uh, it's a small world's a ride. It's, it, and that's the best with the train? Uh-huh. I don't think I they have the it anymore. But, you know, it's a fake train. 
It's this right. uh, Jiminy Cricket. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But those are all memories from a ki- from when you were a kid. And you mm-hmm. go back as an ad- uh, as an adult. It, it, my personal opinion on the thing. So anyway, the the um the conversation that we were having off the air, Nelson was like, "Do I take them if they're not going to remember?" Because that's what my dad keeps saying. Like he's got several grandkids. You know, there's four of them. And the argument has always been, well, I want to get the grandkids together and I want to take them all to Disney. Like, we went to Disney as a kid. We went to Disney World when we were growing up. But he goes, well, Roman, who's my youngest, we want him to be able to remember it. I go, "Not, Dad, not really. Like, I want this kid, for one, he's special needs, so he's on the spectrum, okay? Mm -hmm. And so he already uh, is on the level of, like, a four-year-old as a six-year-old, right? Right. But there is nothing this kid loves more than Mickey, Minnie, and uh, uh, Goofy. And so to take him when his mind has no concept of what a guy in a costume is and to get to see Goofy. Also, oh, he thinks or, it's real. He's going to, this kid is going to lose his mind. I don't want him to get to be 10 and then have the magic wear off. I agree with everything you just said. The answer to the question that I just asked, in my opinion, do you take your kids to a place that they won't remember? Right. Absolutely. Uh, Disney is is the pinnacle of that. Uh-huh. Now, it's different now with pictures as parents, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have the, the photo albums. I with do. The, well, <laughs> the white background and the sticky. And, <laughs> yes. And, I do. <laughs> you tear it off. And Careful. It, they're going to peel apart. And you know where they're at. And you bring them out every time to do uh-huh. it. That, was, that used to be a thing. Not so much anymore right so the pictures are buried on your phone in which nobody organizes them and makes albums and so they're buried that's the only problem with it but the 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 funny thing the weird thing is that i think you can have like a deja vu where you know the kids you said roman's six Mm -hmm. okay six six he might remember sure but six years from now when roman's 12 and you're like, uh, you know, we're going to go back to Disney. Do you remember the first time you went uh-huh. to Disney? Whether they remember or not, you show pictures. He's going, oh, I remember that. The right. teacups. Oh, my God, I remember that. We went when I lived in Maryland as a kid before I even moved to Florida. And at the time, it's no longer there, but there was a place called Yogi Bear Park. Oh, I didn't get to see that. It was in Disney? It was outside of Disney. Okay. Because, you know, they didn't have all the big resorts. Epcot was not a thing. It was just Disney World at the time. Okay. And I remember it. I I. Did not remember staying there until years afterwards when some of my older, uh, like my brother and cousins and stuff, start talking about it, and they start throwing pictures. And I was like, oh, my God, that's when I got caught in the quicksand. Oh, flashbacks. And they said, quicksand? What? I said, quicksand. I was caught in the quicksand. Like, I don't think there's quicksand in Florida. <laughs> and I go, no, I, was caught, I lost my shoe. And they go, you remember that? <laughs> I, I was like, three. Yeah. And I go, Yeah. That was mud. It wasn't. So all these years, I thought it was quicksand. But, quicksand. <laughs> but I had this deja vu, and I started telling the story. I, 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 I detailed my shoe, what I was wearing, my shorts, my shirt, what it was that day, temperature. So I mean, everything. And, and I'd never thought about it since, until I saw that picture. Most people can't remember something from three, though, but I can have some flat. Like the first time I went to Disney, I was young. So oh. I do have some flashback moments of things from pictures the same way as what you're saying but the the, the answer to the question is yes Mm -hmm. you take your kids to places that they don't and it sounds so silly because you're like well it's a waste of money Mm -hmm. but it's not and it's almost like a rite of passage because years down the road if your kid when he he or she grows up and finds out you never took your kid to like a disney 
they're going to be pissed. Yes. Like, all my other friends went to Disney and they don't remember. Why don't I not remember a place that I never went? <laughs> and if you, you know wait, what I mean? Right. <laughs> and if you wait until they're too old, they're going to go and be like, oh, this is boring or this right. is for babies or all the things these teenagers say now. Well, they I, don't think, appreciate. I think I, I lucked out. I was 10, but we went to Disney World, so we also went to Universal. So, like, from what I remember of Disney, there wasn't a lot. I remember the alien leg. It was a turkey leg, but it was in future land, so they called it an alien leg. I remember Space Mountain was closed, and then I remember a lot of Universal. So, like, Disney World must have, like you had said, been for smaller kids. I don't want my kids to get to that age and then go, oh, God, I'm 10 or 12, and this is... Well, that's why Universal was built. Universal was built to offset a theme park for adults. I didn't know that, yeah. Yeah, so Universal was put into play to focus on the movies, Back to the Future, Kong, mm-hmm. uh, King Kong, and and you know, and all those types of things. You know, now it's they've got kid-centric things like Dr. Seussland and whatnot, but it was originally put into play because it was like, okay, Disney, we can't compete. Right. There's a theme park for kids and it's it's the OG, it's going to always be that. So what about a theme park for adults? And then you add in the 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 comic book uh, characters and you know Spider Man yep. and Doctor Doom and all that stuff. So you have a little bit of that going on. Um, they just got lucky with the superhero craze no that joke. ended up picking up, and then, right. you know them becoming like the go to for superhero stuff. And then Disney comes back and says, "All right, we'll bite my ass. We're going to own Star Wars. How about yeah, that? Right. <laughs> and then we're going to make an entire place for Star Wars." <laughs> <laughs> you can have your Spider-Man. We're going to have Star Wars. Which so. I want to see that anyway. I want to go to that Star Wars so bad. Oh. They have the the hotel. It's ridiculously expensive, right? I, do they have the one do they have the Star Wars stuff in Anaheim? I thought that's where it started was Anaheim, but I oh, could be is. wrong. Oh, it is. Yeah. Cuz my wife was going to take me there for op- when it opened for mm-hmm. a surprise. Mm-hmm. And we we ended up not going because I didn't want to fly. Uh, oh my god. But gosh. the hotel's like I you're know. living in a spaceship, right? It's like What's well, like yeah, you're you're living yeah, in Star Wars. Oh, I want that so bad. And I want to make a lightsaber. Screw these kids. I'm going to Disney. <laughs> I'm going to. So my, my son, who's in uh, in Orlando, he uh, they go to Disney all the time. You know, Disney, SeaWorld, Universal, they have the passes, and you get a good deal if you're a Florida resident. And he made me a lightsaber because yeah. I'm a big Star Wars fan. Awesome. And it's the most brilliant gimmick ever because – there's so many different lightsabers that you can make, uh-huh. and then you switch out the crystals in the lightsaber. Yes. So there's always something to buy, and it's all there's like there's a crystal that's hard to get. I haven't seen what the mechanism for getting them is, but I see these videos of guys going, "Did I get the black kyber crystal? Did I get the black kyber crystal?" And that's another thing is you know when you take your kid to a place that they're not going to remember. I know it sounds silly. And, like, you know, maybe years ago I would have had a different answer. It's dumb. Why would you waste money to take your kid to a place they don't remember? But as I've gotten older and, you know, reminisce with my kids as they get older, and you, those are the good days, you know, when the good times. You know, mm-hmm. back, back in the day, day, stuff that my daughter doesn't want to do anymore because she's too old for it now. Right. You miss those days. There's no doubt. But the th- stuff that you buy. Now, me growing up as a kid and being taken to wherever – the circus Barnum and Bailey or so you, you didn't get anything. There was nothing expensive to buy the kit. You bought it from the guy that walked around with the, the car, the little light up thing, the PVC yes. piping cross. Yes. Right. Yep. And, and, and you would, it was five, 10 bucks and mm-hmm. you'd buy that and it would get lost or it'd get broken. 
Now everything's expensive. Yes. So these lightsabers aren't cheap. No, it's a couple hundred bucks, isn't it? Right. Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh God! So that's and the, the one he has is heavy. So that's the other thing is like when you're doing the, when you're when you're doing this kind of stuff, you're gonna drop some gatuses, and oh. you better make sure your kid appreciates it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and it's around for when they are twelve or fifteen or twenty years old. And that's what I was just about to say. Is it about the money because of how much it costs to go there? Because we take our kids to, like you said, the circus. I took my daughter to Disney on Ice every single year. So is it that because of the cost you don't want to take them so little because they don't remember? Well, a lot of people can't afford it. I mean, right. let's just be honest. It's 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 times are tough as it is. I mean, you got to like differentiate. Well, you got to make a choice. Am I going to have a dozen eggs that cost five hundred eighty dollars? Right. Or am I going to take them to a theme park that costs five thousand eighty dollars? No joke. You know, yeah. we need to eat. But God, I got I got to go here. If that's the case, though, like if you're if you have the choice to only be able to afford to take them once, then I can see why he'd say I only want to take them when they can remember because I'm paying a lot of money and I'm, I can only do it once. Well, which is Roman the youngest? Yeah, Roman's yep. the youngest. And, and so the other one is. So my oldest is nine, but their oldest cousin is now almost 11. OK, so even six. I remember stuff when I was three. I remember stuff when I was six. Sure. I definitely remember. I remember everything when I was six. Yeah, they're yeah. going to remember some things about it. But, like, to me, it's not even about, I don't even care if he remembers it. I want to watch him experience it. It's about me remembering him seeing life-size Goofy for the first time. And so, I'd agree with that, too. He's going to lose yeah. his, his it, It's best. really, I mean, let's be honest. It's really not about the kid. It's about the parent. No, it ain't about <laughs> the kids at all. <laughs> and, and, and there's something to be said, too, is that you want to act like a kid. Yes. And it allows you to act like a kid, to be with your kid. Your kid might not remember it, but you're going to remember it, and that's all that's important. So a, it's a very selfish parent move, actually. Whatever. And that's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna do it, it is, because a lot of times we're more excited than them. Yes. And that's okay to be selfish like that. Like, I'm imagining, don't you remember you get a little, there's a signature book. I'm sure you buy it. You know what I mean? You buy it from the gift shop. You get all the characters. And then you take them around to the characters. I remember how I just... Like, when I close my eyes and think back to those moments and just, like, look around at the, the picture that comes to mind, I can see my mother's face and how excited she was. That you were excited. I, yeah, I didn't recognize it at the time, but looking back on it, I can I can remember how she's, or she would find the timeout. Minnie's going to be back here at the Magic King, at the castle at, at mm-hmm. 220. We're gonna, we got to be back here at 220. So lucky. What a great story. I think my, my mother would try to leave me at these places. <laughs> <laughs> she used to she used to there is a place up north um is it Virginia or Pennsylvania it's called Frontier Town. I don't know if it still exists. Yeah, I brought this up before to you, Nikki. Yeah. And it was a really cool spot and it was, you know, the old west and at high noon every day they'd have a gun battle and you know there were stunts and the guys would fall off and they had a train and uh, I got picked to to carry the gold and I was deputized and we got pulled over by the bad guys and he shot my 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 deputy star. It was just way way cool. And then the, you know everybody would come out at Frontier Town and watch the the big gun battle. You know in front of the saloon, the OK Corral. And I I just remember watching it and turn you know turning to the guy next to me, thinking it was my first stepdad, which is weird because I wasn't close to him because he beat me right. <laughs> and I just remember grabbing this hairy sweaty arm and putting my arms around it like like I'm here. 
And I looked up, and it wasn't him. Oh, God. Oh, goodness. Then I looked around. I couldn't find anybody. Oh, that's your new dad. You <laughs> be there by yourself. <laughs> so I'm running around Frontier oh, Town trying to find my mom. <laughs> and ever since then, I was a little hesitant to go on a road trip with my mother. <laughs> and, and I looked it up, and it says Frontier Town still exists. Frontier still Town's there. badass, man. <laughs> that's why, like, I mean, I was like six, seven years old, years later, or, or whatever. You want to go to it? No. <laughs> Definitely not. You're traumatized. I'll stay home. I'll find a babysitter. It'll be good. I'll find my own babysitter. You guys go to King's Dominion, go to Six Flags, go wherever you need. I got a key. Don't worry. That's fine. Jason, you're seven. You can't, I'll figure it out. Better than being left at the OK Corral. <laughs> uh, all right. Take your kids, dude. They'll have a good time. Um, yeah. Easter this weekend, Easter Sunday. Go-to Easter candy is, of course, Peeps. Reese's egg. Okay. Well, I was going to say the, the Easter Cadbury cream egg. Yeah, old school. Oh, back old in the school, day, day. The day. Yes. Very, very polarizing candy. Probably one of the most, outside of candy corn, one of the most polarizing candies that exists. Oh. Well, if you're a fan uh, of the Easter Cadbury cream egg, there is a major chain that's going to put it into a sandwich. Oh. I'll run down that recipe for you here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Go-to Easter candy when you were a kid? Maybe now. I don't know. Yeah, when I was a kid, it was definitely Peeps. I don't even know why Oof. I like Peeps because I don't like them now, but when I was a kid, I had them in all colors. I, I'm a I'm pro Peeps. Yeah. Polarizing candy. <laughs> I like Peeps. I, I don't now, but I did when I was a kid. Yeah, po- po- but polarizing. Mm-hmm. People either love them or they or hate, hate them. them. There's no in-between. At all. Nelson? The Reese's egg. So the Reese's, the big, it's like a Reese's cup, but it's shaped like an egg. They make one for a tree, and they make one at Halloween yeah, with Yeah, I know what you're pumpkin. talking about. All right. Uh, I had... Vegetables in my Easter basket. I no, didn't. you didn't. Yeah, true story. Who put vegetables in your Easter basket? <laughs> Easter Bunny. Does. Probably somebody who <laughs> loved them. Look <laughs> at me. Easter Bunny. <laughs> I never heard nobody say that before in my life. Yeah, I, I, I've i never been a sweets guy. So I would get like a head of lettuce, apples, oranges, mm. cash. When you were a child? Socks, yeah. That's crazy. I have never heard that. Because so, I wouldn't eat the candy. So they customized yours. Yeah, Easter okay. Bunny hooked it up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was it was what you would think it is. There would be an Easter basket. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is we'd go find our Easter basket. Uh, that, it's funny because when I became a part of my wife and our kids' lives, follow me on that, I'm a stepdad, right? So um, they didn't find their Easter baskets. They we just, didn't either. Yeah, that's that's how you do it. We, we found, found eggs, eggs, not our baskets. Not our baskets. We already had the baskets and you go find mm-hmm. the eggs. Y'all are crazy. Yeah, we found ba- eggs as well. <laughs> no, 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 no. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> no. Easter Easter Sunday, you hide the basket in the house. The Easter buddy hides the basket in the house, mm-hmm. and the kids go find it. That's a good idea. That is. I mean, it's, not a, it's not my idea. It's, it's, that's how it's done. It's well, tradition. I'm just our Easter Bunny didn't do that. Yeah, no. My Easter Bunny left my basket on the table. Uh, Okay. Weirdos. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the Easter basket looked exactly like you think. It would be a head of lettuce and oranges and socks. Did you get a toy? Sometimes, yeah, like a G.I. Joe figure or something. Gosh, your Easter basket was sad. No, it was great. I'm worried that this is going to be the first year that I don't get a golden egg. I'll get you a golden egg. <laughs> is it going to have $100 in it? Because that's what my dad always puts in an Easter basket, even into my 
even into my late 30s. I was going to say, bro, you're 41. It's time to <laughs> I have gotten an Easter basket with a golden egg every year, and this is the first year I don't live there anymore. So now I'm worried that my golden egg is in jeopardy. Wow. Well, I'll get you a golden egg. I can't, can't promise you the 100 bucks, though. <laughs> so the Cadbury cream egg, another polarizing Easter candy mm-hmm. with Easter being Love this it or Sunday. Hate it, but I liked them. Uh, now, I, I I believe this is just in the UK, right? So that's I, correct. I don't know if you're going to be we're going to be able to get this here. Why you would want it, I don't know. The reason why I'm telling you, if you cannot why and you can't get it, is that maybe you'll make it on your own. You mm. could get creative. It sounds pretty gross to me. It's like an, an ice cream sandwich, right? Like a, that's two right. scoops of vanilla, and then you crumple up some Cadbury cream egg and. No, the way I look at it, or I say, this is a Subway thing, right? the restaurant, mm-hmm. and they're preparing a chocolate sandwich, and it's the Cadbury cream egg submelt. Oh, it's a melt? Like with they got to melt it. The chocolate got to be gooey. They can't give it to you hard. But on top of what? Are you using Italian herbs and cheese? Like Yeah, the bread. <laughs> like, they're not changing the bread. It's still on their bread. That's disgusting. Yeah. No, it's not. Think about how many different food combinations you've had that don't sound good, but when you taste it, it go together. I don't know, man. I've never said to myself, the Subway bread and a Cadbury melted egg right. goes together. You never said that, but if you taste it, you may be shocked at how good the combination together tastes. Well, do we want to try this tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, we I have to. I think you can go to Subway and just buy the bread. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it seems pretty simple to make. You just literally put the egg on the bread and put and it in melt microwave. it, and you melt it. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, it? We have, a toast, we have a toaster oven here too. We do. So it would be better in the toaster oven versus the microwave. Toasted, certainly. Yes. So we got to try it tomorrow. Um, what bread? We're but, gonna go to Subway. And get but some bread. I know. But like, when you go to Subway, what bread do you get? Like, I'm always Italian herbs and cheese. I'm a wheat guy. I should have known. I don't even know why I asked you. <laughs> I get Italian herb and cheese, or either just white. So when one of y'all go to Subway. Okay. And, okay. and and get all the breads. Get all the breads. <laughs> all right. And then, like, like this is pulling teeth to ask Nelson for this bit. Go and buy food. And candy. You want me to get the candy, too, or should she get the, be in charge of the candy? No, you're in charge of all of it. You're in charge of the bread. I'm giving him the, the, the job of a lifetime. Go buy food for the show. <laughs> so so we'll do different, we'll do different Cadbury, we'll do the Cadbury eggs on different bread. Okay. I'm you know. ready. To, I'm try. I'm ready to try. Because you can buy. They'll sell us the bread, right? I don't know why they wouldn't. They I mean, it, worst case scenario, just say buy the cheapest sub. And uh, yes, say, I'll have no meat. But no. hold, but hold everything. Right. <laughs> just give me the bread. <laughs> what do you What do you want on this? <laughs> Nothing. Six cheese sandwiches minus the cheese, please. <laughs> what are you ten? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want a side of chicken fingers and mac and cheese too, please. <laughs> now, when I did eat, when I do eat candy, I should say. Which is very rarely. But I remember, I haven't had a Cadbury cream egg in, in a very, very long time. I liked them because I liked mm-hmm. that gooey. I th- like crunching down and it bursting. Yeah. That's it used to be gooier. Something has happened to the gooiness. It used to be when you would open that thing, it was almost like you were getting a real egg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't had one in a very long it's, time, so I don't know. It's well, thick to, inside there now, boy. It's to, not good. To, you know what it reminds me of? Mm. What? Well, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> a little sweet for that, though. Not that I would know. <laughs> uh, you might. You never know these days. Oh, oh no, not that. I'm not talking. Oh, oh, you're disgusting. Oh, what are you? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I was like, Jesus. 
I mean, I am, but. And, and the other polarizing candies, like the Peeps, I like, the, I, you know, I'll, I'll eat a Peep. Yeah. And also, uh, I love candy corn. I do candy not love corn candy is corn. Awful. No, I'm it, not eating it. People, that's another one. Like people either love it or they hate it. Love, like, there's nothing better than go over to somebody's house and they have one of those glass little candy bowls. And again, I, I know I say I'm not a candy guy. I'm not. Mm. But every once in a while, I need some sugar in my system. You're clearly not a candy guy if one of your favorites is candy corn. No, I didn't say one of my favorites. Oh, I don't okay. really have a favorite candy. But he would eat candy corn. But I like candy corn. Mm-mm. And, 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 you know, there's nothing better than going over, especially, you know, like an old person's house, they have that glass candy jar Yep. and there's candy corn that's been there for centuries <laughs> and it's hard and it's like scotch. <laughs> it just gets better in time. And it's really hard and it still tastes delicious. You know, it's like every day you reinforce to me that your grandma was your favorite person in the world. And it's little things like this. He likes old people candies. He likes old people's style of things. I'll listen to when he tells a story about his favorite things from growing up. They have, you, they're always from a filter of an old person would really love this stuff. Would yes. you like to see me eat some Werther's? <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. Or the butterscotch? Oh, I'm now the butterscotch is where it's at. I, I, I connect it with uh, one of our... Uh, uh, sales executives and her grandmother had baked some goods for the the team out there and put it in the kitchen and there was an all email that went out and I, I walk in and I was talking to another one of our our, our, our salespeople and uh, they're like oh you gotta have one of these cookies I was like you know I don't do sweets but thank you I appreciate it because I, I try to stay away from sugar as much as possible and then she comes over and she says oh no my grandmother made this and as soon as she said and I knew it but as soon as she said my grandmother I was like, oh, let me have some. Yeah. And then we connect it with a grandmother <laughs> thing. But it was amazing. It was, you, you can just tell when a grandmother makes something. Absolutely. It got a different type of love to it. These little lemon bars that her grandmother made were outstanding. They Exquisite. were. I got to try one. Did you? They were saw, so good. I saw it going off in the group chat, but I missed out. Yeah. And it, you know, if you would have bought that, it would have been good. But because her grandmother made it, it was excellent. Right. I, you know what? I don't even eat those bots. I won't eat them. Mm. Not unless a grandmother makes but I ate the one her grandmother yeah. made. Well, you don't eat Cadbury eggs till tomorrow when we throw it on a Subway sandwich. <laughs> we are going to eat it tomorrow on a Subway God. sandwich. I'm nervous, but I'm going to try and it. I, and I don't eat sweets, but I'm going to eat this just because I, as as much as I don't think it sounds great, I am curious. Look, I'm just going to put my mindset like I'm on Fear Factor. I've always wanted to go on that show, so I'm going to just act oh. like I'm being challenged. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to pull a Nelson. I'm going to have my Cadbury cream egg on wheat. <laughs> he he'll he'll eat he'll eat. Stacks of Popeye's fried chicken and wash it down with a Diet Coke. <laughs> oh, it's like locking your car with a window down and the keys in the ignition. Mm, sounds good, actually. What's the point of the Diet Coke? All right, third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you how the Kings want a man a lot of money and oh. what the Pope had to say about sex. Oof, Pope and sex. Mm-hmm. Rattle some cages. All right, third round of headlines here next. The BS on 90 Rock. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about Headlines. All right, there, Nikki D. Third round of headlines. Go ahead, please. Putting his money on the Kings paid off big time for one gambler, H5. If you have not been betting on basketball, then it is high time you start betting on basketball because basketball provides an easier avenue of betting and making money through betting. Absolutely. (laughs) 
Um, one gambler who decided to put down $25 on the King, and this was all the way back in October when he betted on the Kings. And it seemed like a waste of money maybe back then because of their record and, you know, their drought and things like that. Well, ultimately, it paid off for him in the long run. So far, he has won a total of $10,000. And he put, what, 25 bucks down? 25 bucks down. And, and the, I'm sorry, the bet was that they wouldn't win over 35 games or something? Uh, Yep. Yeah. But the, the way you know this gambling stuff is worded, <laughs> plus 4,400, the one long shots, I don't know what any of that game. Yeah, but I, I I didn't read the story. So is it was it like a parlay, like three things needed to happen or two things needed to happen, or is it just straight up 25 bucks? I thought I read something in there about the bet was that they wouldn't win 35 games or more. Uh, yes, it does say that. It said what was most shocking was that they would win around 35 games when everything said was said and done. So okay. That's correct. And it was plus what then? I mean, it must have been plus. Plus 40,000. Plus 40,000. 40,000, yes. For 25 bucks. For 25 bucks. Oh, that's, what a great bet. <laughs> I mean, that that's that's the good stuff right there. Yeah, this is, the, this is what you're always talking about with the long shot bets. But if somebody hits it, then you really hit. Yeah, but it's really, I mean, it, it's it's not crazy. You know, at the beginning of each season, you just don't know. And, you know, to put 25 bucks, and I'm assuming he's, I don't know, let's just assume that he is a Sacramento Kings fan, right? You know, why would you not put 25 bucks on it? For that, for, and say, right. oh, for 40, or for, what was it? Throw forty thousand. Yeah, forty thousand. But I thought the whole point is when you're betting, you're betting on the team historically that wins. Yeah, but historically, nobody. Very rarely do teams repeat. Mm-mm. I mean, that's when the dynasty stuff comes up, right? So very rarely, I mean, you'll have teams that you know are going to be good, but there's always the Cinderella teams in any sport. They're right. like, oh, where'd they come? Like, I think in Major League Baseball, I know the season just started, but it's like, I think like the the Rays are the only undefeated team or something like uh-huh. right now. You know, if you were to bet that, you would, I mean, who knows that stuff? It's just luck of the draw. Yeah, you just hope. I'm not lucky like that. So it's literally just gambling. You're just taking a gamble and just picking numbers. Yeah, but it paid off for this dude. It did. I'm. I'm That's great. Does he live here locally? Does it say who he is? No, it doesn't say where he lives at. Oh, I'll talk to that guy. <laughs> See if he can loan me a few dollars. It says for the finals, it's plus fifty thousand, so five hundred to one. Uh, so if he would have bet twenty five bucks on the finals, then he would get another. That would be another. What's uh, if he made that bet? If he made that bet, yes, he may have. They're just right. Um, saying what he has so far. Twenty five dollars to win the division gave him ten thousand dollars. Wow, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Good job, dude. Right. And that's not even all the way. That's just the division. Like, yeah, good job. All right, next one. When asked about sex, the Pope had a very interesting reply. For the first time, Pope Francis has now endorsed same-sex civil unions. Disney Plus uh, did a production where they sat down with the Pope, and it's called The Pope Answers. And they had about 10 to 20 people in their early 20s just asking him, like, real-life questions about things that's going on right now. Um, They asked him about everything up under the sun. And one of those questions was about sex. And the Pope said, sex is one of the beautiful things that God has given to the human person. Good job, Pope. Mm-hmm. So that's his thoughts on it. Don't you like when you hear like the Pope say real stuff? Yeah. Yes. Instead of phony baloney, this is what I'm supposed to say because this is how it's always been said. And I'm a man of the cloth and I took an oath, so they think that they're not supposed to be relatable or human. But he can't sling, right? The no, Pope he can't. can't. No. Mm-hmm. He's not supposed to. He can't well, say right. he can. He's not supposed to. That's... Pfft. You want to fix the Catholic Church, let them sling. 
Yes. That's why they're touching kids. It's because they're you, you have to have sex in life. It's just, it's we're animals. It's human nature. You have to have a release. I agree. You know, it's sex and money. That's what runs everything. Right. Sorry to spoiler alert. But you have to have it. I agree, and I don't. I, I never understood. Is it in the Bible not to have sex or something? It's the Catholic. It's a Catholic thing. It's mm-hmm. not in the Bible. The Bible says that you can't have sex. They prefer you have it with a spouse mm-hmm. and not just be out here having sex with anybody. But it's the Catholic religion that has the Pope and nuns having no sex. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I went to a Catholic high school. All the nuns lived in the convent, mm-hmm. and you know. Some freaky stuff was going on over there. You think so? Oh, yeah. With the boys who were there? Well, I, or no, with the no. people that worked I, there? I think it was none on none. Yeah. Oh, no way. Yes. <laughs> it would have to be. None on none. <laughs> Adding that to nothing personal. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing some naked Uno. <laughs> no, they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they snuck off and, and had some men, but they weren't hmm. doing none on none. None on none. That, no. So now you'll... You'll accept in your mind that a nun will go off and have heterosexual sex, but lesbian nun out all the way out. There were a few nuns that might have been lesbians, mm-hmm. but not you can't control. You're born that majority. way, right? I mean, that's if you believe that. I do. Mm-hmm. You know, you're born that way. They can't control it. If you're attracted to somebody, you know, why would you fight it? You're sitting in there, no TV, no mm-hmm. nothing, and just like hey. everybody's name's Mary. Because a lot of them are really devoted to their cause and their oaths, so they don't break them. I believe that. Do you think that a nun would not have sexual relations relations with another nun because of a bad habit? Yeah, habit. I don't follow get the joke. it. Follow it. What do? <laughs> what does a nun wear? Oh. <laughs> what does a nun wear? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I got you, baby. Thank you. I got you. I appreciate that. Oh you can gosh. share that. My dad jokes are free. You feel free to share them at the feel table. Feel free to rip them off. Feel yeah. free to rip them off. Uh, do you have any myths that you've believed and found out that they were just not true? Yes, I do. Plenty of us have them, right? Mm-hmm. Reddit's got a really cool thread of debunking 10 of the strangest myths people still believe people meaning you mm-hmm. believe here today all right we can go through these if you have any 916-909 maybe yours is on the list i can debunk it for you what a great word it is debunk 916-909-0985 give us a minute it's the bs on 98 rock welcome back it's the bs my name is jason bailey there's nikki d that's me chili i'm always cold <laughs> oh. why you ask me that i just re- realized you had a sweater on I have a sweater on every day. Oh, why don't I look at you like that? That's mm. crazy that you don't notice I have a sweater. I either have on a gray one or a brown one every day. Oh, that's all you wear? That's what I wear every day. I should wash them. I, I do wash them. <laughs> this one's brand new. I just bought it. There's it. That's all, the only two sweaters I own. I wear them every day. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's Nelson. Your phone number 916-909-0985. Always free in the Odyssey app. Please just download the podcast after the fact if you don't mind. Even if you don't listen to it, just download it. Also, thebaileyshow.com and on the social media at Listen to the BS. Instagram and Facebook, you can see the influx of sex bots that started following the show for some reason since we went on the air here at 98 Rock. And now people that are following are PSing you to let you know they're not sex bots. Oh, is that what's happening? Yeah, that's what's happening now. Oh, I, I think her know. name's Miranda just followed us. She's I'm not a PS, sex bot. I'm not a sex bot. Oh, okay. Well, if you could do that, like if you could follow <laughs> us, just because I don't have time to sit there and look at profiles and stuff. So if you follow us, 
DM us, right, or whatever it's called on Facebook, and just say, hey, I just gave you a follow, but I'm not a sex bot, and we'll follow you back. But isn't that what the sex bots want you to think? Well, I don't think the sex bots are listening to us. <laughs> oh, okay. exactly. I don't know. I don't know where sex bot technology is these days. I just had a sex bot. I, I'm assuming it's a set. Like, you know, as a guy, you want to think it's it's a real woman. But I'm assuming the sex bot, she's dirty in her profile. It's pornography. I mean, like some of the words she's using, I'm going, oh, my God, you are a dirty little floozy. Well, and aren't the sex bots really telling about the people that you actually know? Because then you look to see your mutual friends, and they're always your buddies that have, like, a neck beard that are friends with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? They go, oh, Earl again? Got it. So you're fake. And last time you saw that buddy and you were drinking with them, they were telling you about this girl that he talks to. <laughs> <laughs> you too know Natasha from Russia? Oh, oh my God. That is absolutely amazing. I've been sending her money for months uh so there's always like a, a, a strange myth that we believe in because we're told at sometimes especially back in the day before you could go into like snopes right before the internet yeah, yes and grassroots word of mouth you were you know the stuff that we were told we were lied to like gen xers lied to as kids big time oh, big yeah. time you're gonna go blind if you do this you're gonna you know you're gonna get arthritis if you do this you gotta eat carrots you'll have good eyesight mm-hmm. look at me with glasses on and then we all got fat because you gotta eat everything off your plate or you can't get up and oh, you can't yes. right. you know, just horrible parenting horrible horrible parenting for us gen xers <laughs> uh, and so we're told myths and we never you know we go through life and we talk about said myths and believe it like it's gospel mm-hmm. and it takes somebody to like close to you to go like bro come here let me tell you something right that ain't true yeah, who told you that <laughs> like no it's true trust me i've been told my whole life no, really. And then, it's not true. then they look it up and then snopes it and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like there's certain things that I believed up until just recently. I thought the the word was cr- uh, cr- uh, craft of wine. It's no, craft. It's a craft. R- right. Mm-hmm. I'm saying craft. Mm-hmm. Like my whole life. Nobody ever corrected me. Right. Because that's what I was told. And, and and that's how a lot of us grew up. We think things and then we just never know what's happening. So anyway, there's this Reddit thread about debunking 10 of the strangest myths people still believe today. And if you've got any, maybe it's on the list, and I can skip around. I don't know how much time we're going to have here. Mm-hmm. Uh, 916-909-0985. But these are things that I'm looking through. I'm going, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Uh, reading of the will where the family all gather and the lawyer reads it aloud to them for the first time. We don't do that. Ever? Uh, I get. I mean, again, this is part of the thread it just the says, lawyers responding there. Yeah, we don't do that. We just mail everyone their own copy if they want it. So the idea that you see in movies. I want that. Like the first knives out, right? When they're all sitting around mm-hmm. and the reading of the will. That's not real. I got to tell you, completely honest with you right now, up until me just reading that, and I'm going to be honest with you again for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that that's how that went down. I always thought that that's how that went down also, but I also noticed I never saw it happen in my family. So I mm. thought maybe nobody just wrote wheels for us well, to gather around and, and hear. Right. We're, we're, you're, <laughs> you have family members that pass, and then yes. you hear about stuff that they're left. Right. I, 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 me too. I just thought I wasn't a part I of it. I wasn't right. in the meetings. That's what I've always thought. Like I, When my grandmother passed, I do remember my mom going and my cousin, and they did do something, but mm. I wasn't a part of it. So I thought I just wasn't in the wheel. Right. I just always, no one in my family but my dad has the kind of will that you would sit down for for that, so I just assumed we didn't have those kind of wills. 
Another thing, though, that I've always thought myth-wise, mm-hmm. and even though I know now it's not true, I still find myself doing it. My dad told me from the time I can remember, you can't drive with the light on in your nope. car. No, you cannot because the police will pull you over immediately, correct? And that is such a lie. And That's... even now, though, if I turn my light mm. on, I hurry up and turn it off in the car. Yeah. Because I'm programmed. I had a buddy um, as when we started driving at the age of 16, he told me one day, because uh, I was driving his car, we were doing we we're on like some road trip or something, and he says, "Be careful, you know, with the cops on the other side of the road, because they're going to see your brake lights in the front of the car." And so I believed that I had brake lights in the front of the car for years. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Because why not? What an idiot! <laughs> but why not though? me? You wouldn't know. Remember the uh, myth that gum takes seven years to fully pass through your digestive system? I still I won't swallow gum. I won't I either. Still will not swallow gum. So I'm assuming that's a myth. It's a myth. Watermelon seeds, same deal? There's not going to grow watermelon in your belly? Nope. I got to tell you, this is this is a really good bit because I'm I, a lot of these things I still believe. You believe them all? <laughs> like, did you guys have- Like, I feel like I'm talking to me and I'm in the car right now. <laughs> you educated yourself. <laughs> Like, did you guys have the myth where um, if you if you had, like, acid on you, like, that you were going to run and trip? There was always a guy, it was an urban legend more than a myth, that everybody knew a guy who had a, a sheet of acid in his pocket, and he ran from a party from the cops, and he fell into a puddle, and when they found him, he thought he was a glass of orange juice? No. I've I wouldn't do that. Ad- that's a life. story that people will give around. I thought that was a real story in Nebraska, so I refused to go anywhere near that. It probably saved my life. I would never mess around with acid, because I always thought that it was, like, Okay, you're going to have to start taking drug tests before the show. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Never That's silly. That I'm pro- somebody calling right now. Someone has heard that urban legend. I just found out that wasn't real. It's something stoners tell other stoners. Like Nikki, you and I are on the same page with some of the stuff we're talking about. Yeah. You ever heard of the orange juice story? I've never heard of that. You say orange all. juice? It's orange. He thought he was a glass of orange juice, and then he told he. T- it's, it's always silly. he tells the cops, "Be careful! You're gonna you're gonna bend my straw as they're putting him into the cop car." Many people still believe. Like, can I say yeah? Uh, no, we'll skip that one. Halloween candy is commonly laced with drugs or razor blades. Okay, so this is a touchy one. Mm-hmm. Previous coworkers of mine mm-hmm. adamantly did not believe this is true. Now, I know this is on my myth sheet. Mm-hmm. This is wrong. This should not be on the sheet. Now, why? This is true. There are stories... And, and growing up, I remember that we had to take sometimes take our candy and to get it x-rayed. I remember stories on the news about bad guys putting razor blades in your candy and apples. You can't pull up one of those stories right now. You can't Google it. You can't pull up a story. You can't find a kid who had uh, razor blades or drugs in their candy. And if you can, let me know. But I've never well, seen Google one. It. I mean, I've Googled it. It's, I'm, there I'm, was one just the other year. No, it's not. Yes, there is. If not, I'm going to do it. Okay. <laughs> to make it true. <laughs> He's going to do it to make it true. Sorry for the young man that gets a razor blade in his candy apple, but. <laughs> Who's still giving out candy apples? <laughs> they're, they're out there. I'm telling you, this is, this is, like, I, refu- again, I'm in the car with you guys right now. This, this guy on the radio is an idiot. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is true. I don't I care don't what he has in it. front of him. All I know is growing you find up. it? I see something that has come up. What's I don't that? even know if this is credible. Hold on. New Somewhere York, in, New York Post. in in That's Oregon. Oregon's a credible state. Same families found a razor, razor blade. blades in Halloween candy. I, I I don't believe that. It's on the you got it's on the New York Post. 
Joel Best, the University of Delaware sociology and criminal justice professor, has gone back to the 1950s with stories of candy tampering and could not find a single credible report of a child killed this or injured from contaminated either. tree. So, yeah, they might have been killed because or they- Or seriously injured. They says. found it. But that story right there proves my point. I don't know about that. I, I have not seen, like, why is this story wasn't headline news? Like, come on. All I know is, I promise, it might be razor blades. I can't speak to razor blades. But as a guy who has purchased marijuana, I promise you there is no weed gummies getting handed out in the, in the, uh, for free in the old candy. Hey, hey, Bruce, hang on for a second. I just didn't want you to keep ringing. I'll get to you in a second. <laughs> this is a true story. Yeah, yeah, this is a true story. I'm telling you. I'm guessing that's what Bruce Bruce is going to back me up on the orange, the OJ story, I think. He's heard uh, it too. Still blows my oh, this still blows my mind. These are all you know Reddit things, right? Uh huh. So it still blows my mind that people think the Earth is flat. Me too. That's crazy. Love a good flat Earth argument though online. If you want to fight with somebody online, just tweet out to the flat Earthers. I've seen threads. It's silly. It's absolutely silly. You got half hour to kill. It's uh, or days. It, yeah. It's, well, it's, it's obscene. You got to mute the responses eventually. I have uh, the the two percenters. Uh, I, I, somebody asked, you know, the other week, like, you got to call your listeners. Something. Well, there are. There's a name. It's called Two Percenters, the Two Peers. And there's a private Facebook page if you want to join. There's already a lot of, well over a thousand people in there. It's, it's, and it's pretty cool, the conversations that everybody has. And they're great people. Obviously, a lot of people from, from where I came from and whatnot. But I'd uh, love for you to join. And all you have to do is, I'll, I'll prove you. But there was somewhere down in the thread, this was a while back, was, um, was uh, the Flat Earther conversation. Mm-hmm. It's like 500 comments. It was obscene. It just was like it was back and forth and back and forth. Well, just stuff that we've proven with with math alone and hand instruments. How many years ago? You Five, six, seven thousand years ago. Got to be kidding me. What happened to Bruce? That was Laura. Is Bruce? Laura, you're Bruce. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bruce is my last name. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh laura and sack all right so you got nothing on the uh halloween stuff are you actually going to tell me that you heard nelson's story before his myth it's actually in a movie it's in that movie idle hands it happens to devon sawa is it in De- idle hands i don't re- i didn't remember that yeah yeah <laughs> he thinks he's a glass of oj I don't. I don't know about the OJ part, but he has the sheets of acid in his pocket, and well, then and the, he gets wet, and then he just starts tripping. Right. I well, growing up, I'd always heard it, and I found it online the other day. Someone else talked about it. It was the the specifically "Don't mess with my straw." He tells the cops not to touch his straw, and that always scared me of that because I was like, "How could you take something that would completely change your mind like that?" Have you ever heard of the Halloween candy laced with drugs or razor blades? Yeah. You okay? Uh, you, it's like everyone growing up, my my like my friends' parents would be like, "Oh, I know somebody it happened to." Uh, d- did you did you take your candy in to get it X rayed when you were a kid? No. No. <laughs> Do you have kids now? Um, I've got stepchildren. Okay. Well, yeah, they're your kids. They, they, I'm sure they love <laughs> right. But do do you look through their candy before you allow them to eat it? Um, maybe for quality control, just to. <laughs> no, no, you look through I, it. I want some chocolate, but uh, no, not really. You, so you don't look through your kids' candy to see if there's a razor blade or a pipe bomb or anything in there? Like if it looks, like we tell them if it's like open, don't mess with it. Mm-hmm. But you don't check it. That's what I'm saying. You don't police their candy. Not really. You are I mean, we'll have them mother. throw the bag out. Have them throw the bag out. We look at it, make sure there's nothing in there that there shouldn't be. Right. <laughs> look, you here, know, here, here's... I've heard, I've heard of. I've heard of kids getting like edibles and stuff for for Halloween, which is silly. Like, who's going to give up their weed? Here's right. the thing, Laura. 
I want there's two things I want to say to you. One, I I like you a lot, and I appreciate you listening to this show. And I never, I never ever want anything to happen to lose you as a listener because we need everybody, right? Since we're a new show. I really wish that you guys hadn't said my last name. No. The second thing I got to say to you though, you're a horrible mother. Well, I'm not a mother, so you're a horrible stepmother. Evil stepmother. Evil, horrible, candyless. All right, that's enough. All right, Laura. Thanks for listening, okay? All right. All right, we'll see you. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> horrible. If you're not looking through your kid's candy at Halloween, you're a horrible parent. I'm, I'm just looking for the good candy now. I'm telling you that right now. So, this says, in 1959, a California dentist gave candy-coated laxative pills to trick-or-treaters. He was charged with public indecency and unlawful dispensing of drugs. In 64, a disgruntled New York woman gave out packages of inedible objects to children containing things such as steel wool and dog biscuits, but only to those kids who they thought were she thought were too old to be trick-or-treating. Dog biscuits. <laughs> My favorite was this lady, this old lady. I mean, she was like the living dead. That's how old she was. <laughs> it's like the crypt keeper. Yeah. And she would give us a nickel. She had a bowl of nickels. Oh. That's all right, though. I take a nickel. It was cool, man. Because it's different, and it's money, and you're a little kid. You don't understand how money works. Did you have in your neighborhood the full can of soda? Not a full candy bar. We had a full can of soda that was the third circle down. Never had the never had the soda. My mother, when I was younger, it was the house to go to. She would buy the full Hershey bars. Oh, what a saint. And it got around, whereas, like, you got to go to that house. Oh, people know. Mm-hmm. People know. There's There was a house by where I just came from. I would take the kids up there because they had the full candy bar, but they also had, like, the like the most vitriolic, like, uh, political stuff out in their yard as well, too. So you know, I, I know some of you are going, wow, I've been listening to the show, you know, today, and Bailey, you're a hypocrite because for Easter you said you didn't get candy, now you're talking about going to Brother. Just to let you know. I went out for Halloween to get candy, but I never ate it. <laughs> so I, I went out just to be a part of You're the a process. Collector. Yeah. <laughs> just, you- and I would give the candy to my mother or whatever. Um, God, why couldn't I have been your fat younger brother? Uh, that you eat spiders in your sleep. That's true, right? I agree. Uh, a spider will not knowingly walk into a predator's mouth. But I'm, it's like a cave. I don't think of it thinks of you as a predator. I don't even think it's a cave. I think it's like a, a manhole. Uh-huh. Where it just falls in. Oh, I didn't think about that. Anything about MSG, I battle with my health-conscious wife about this often. Mm-hmm. MSG, I remember when that was a, I, I don't think it's as much of a thing anymore, but you'd go to, like, Chinese restaurants had to change their menu. Yeah. Like, say, with or without MSG. Well, they said it was cancer-causing. Cancer-causing. And what it is is- it's a carcinogen. Yeah, car- carcinogen. Carcinogen. So some people have a reaction to MSG that causes a headache. And so they linked that to the the rest of the lies. Oh, this one's true. I, I'm I'm gonna Aaron in Stockton. This one's true. What's the myth? Um. So my dad told me that if you go into salt water, like in the ocean or anything, it'll basically like heal any wound or anything that you have. It that is 110 percent correct, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> my high school. Oh, so I have one more thing. Um, so that lady who was talking about Devin Stawa and Idle Hands, she's got the wrong movie. It's SLC Punk. Oh, that's right. I've seen that movie yes. so many times, and I'm like, no, 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 that's the wrong movie. It's SLC Punk. Devin Stawa has acid in his pocket. He runs through sprinklers, mm-hmm. running away from the pops, 
and it's like a hundred hits of acid that like dissolves into his leg. It is SLC crazy. punk. You're right. He's got that crazy hair in it, and he doesn't turn into yeah. orange juice though, right? No, well, he doesn't. No, no, I don't remember the orange juice. All right, so the salt water thing. Listen, listen to me. Listen. Yeah, the salt water thing. Okay, just listen. <laughs> In high school, I grew up in Sarasota, Florida, and I was a beach I was a beach bum kid at the beach, Siesta Key, all the time. And uh, at the the Friday after our football games, our high school football games, our head football coach, Coach Mike Dowling, God rest his soul, he'd say this to us afterwards: "Win or lose, Jesus guys, you played a great game." This is how he talked: "Jesus guys, you played a great game, but I need you tomorrow to go to the beach and get into the Malka water." Because you got bumps and bruises, and your body's going to be sore because you worked your tails off. So you go to the beach and get in the miracle water. All right, break. <laughs> you were just telling break. us that last night, wasn't I? Yeah, it was the other night. Yeah, but yeah, you so the impersonation and everything about salt water. I believe it. Bailey, you got to get well. My son Will's got twelfies and water wings. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not a myth. It is. It's true. not a myth. I'm telling you. I don't care what Google says, what Snopes says, what anybody says. Aaron, get into that salt water, okay? <laughs> okay. All right, we'll I know s- it works for your throat when you're sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, I've never, I've, but I'm not close enough to the ocean to get into there when I'm hurting. So I guess I'll have to try the ocean next time. Also, I'm having a problem. Also, <laughs> also, salt water or saline is good when you have sinusitis to clear your sinuses. I'm oh. a big fan of the Sinigator. Anybody, I, I can go on for hours about the Sinigator. You can. Anyway, yes, thank you, Aaron. Can. Appreciate you listening. Let me finish <laughs> this up. All right, we'll see you. Uh, it is believed in Indian culture that keeping your unibrow means good luck. Mm, I have I Indian friends, that. and they don't have unibrows. They just have the red dots. No, my Indian friends don't even have the red dots. Well, the guys wouldn't have red dots, right? The women do. Well, women, yeah, but like guys don't have red dots, I don't think. I think the guys do have red dots. No. We're not talking about red dots. We're talking about unibrows. Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't. She's saying you'd have to shave your unibrow to put the, the red dots. The unibrow thing in. is just a myth. Uh, I know a person that's Indian that says they had the unibrow for the longest and got cancer, so then they cut it. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to laugh at cancer. Wait a minute. You said they got cancer of the unibrow? No, they kept the unibrow because that's a myth in their culture. But uh-huh. then they got cancer, so they no longer believe that it gives you good luck because they got cancer. Oh, that's the myth that so it brings you good luck. that's the myth that it brings lo- you good luck. Oh. Oh, yes. I just said that. Yeah, okay. So it brings you good luck. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's just a myth, though. Uh, that's kind of a neat myth, though. I mean, that's like a fun myth. Yeah, it's until you fun. get cancer and you realize you live with a unibrow your whole life and it, for nothing. Yeah, thanks, Indian religion <laughs> god. <laughs> <laughs> Had to explain to a grown-ass adult that blood isn't blue inside the body and red once it hits oxygen because blood already carries oxygen. It's bl- bull. It's blue. It's not blue. It's blue, but you can't tell because you get air as soon as you cut. No, 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 no. I'm not ever going to believe that's not true. And here's another one that I disagree with, and I have a good friend, and he and I go back and forth on this all the time. Well, not all the time, but when it comes up, that humans only use 10% of their brain. Mm -hmm. Uh, Allegedly, this is false, regardless of how those who proclaim this myth seemingly demonstrate that it is, in (laughs) fact, true. (laughs) It is true. It is true. We, I, I have a whole thing on this brain stuff, but... We it'll use take up a whole segment. Ju- it'll take up days. <laughs> we there are certain people on this earth that can be superheroes because they have more control over their brain. That's why there are people that are smarter than others. That's why there are people that are more successful than others. That's why there's people that are more creative than others because they tap in to a certain portion of their brain that others can't. 
Agreed. But it's more than 10%, though. It's I don't average. believe that it's 10%. It's average. It's way more than that. I'm just saying. How big your brain is? Yeah. Yeah, but it's the potential. It's not necessarily the brain itself, right? You're using 10% of its potential. You're no. probably using 100% of the engine. The You're just not maximizing its capability. That's that's why there's people, like this This next thing I want to get into, there's people that are, they say, in a rut, and they can't figure out how to get out of it. It's mind over matter. I'm a big mind over matter guy. If you're strong enough upstairs, you can get out of whatever crappy situation you're in now. Yeah, but how do you do the exercise to get strong enough upstairs? Oh, I can explain it to you. Okay. I'd be <laughs> more, more than happy to explain that to you. I'm here to listen. Uh, 916-909-0985. Stick around. It's the BS on 98 Rock. So the last myth that we were talking about, only 10% of our brains is what we use as human beings. Supposedly, it's a myth. I don't agree with it. I agree that we only use 10%, if not less. That's why there are people that are smarter than other people. Now, there could be some mad, smart science guy listening right now going, you're an idiot. <laughs> uh, and and you, I really, I don't care what you would say. I'm still going to, I learned, I know I learned this at one time in my life. I just didn't make it up. I was taught this. I'm pretty sure I was taught this in like college. I don't know if you were taught that in college. I think that's just how your mind thinks so it's right. But but I make sense when I defend it. But it tells you right on the paper that it's a myth and it's not true. So what are you defending? Well, 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 why do I believe this paper? Why don't you believe me? <laughs> because I don't believe that people only use that little of their brain. So you think people use 100% of their brain? I don't think people use 100%, but I think they use way more than 10%. So how do you, how do you explain... Uh, people that are more successful than others, uh, that are um, smarter, that like there's some, I mean, there's some people that exist that are just stupid. They tap into maybe a more percentage than what somebody else is choosing to use. But do we all have the ability to up the usage? I think yes. Oh, that I agree with. Yes. Oh, th- that's what I'm saying is uh, you're agreeing with me that most people, if not, yeah, most people only use 10% of the brains. But the people that over excel in life use, more, like myself, use more than 10%. <laughs> Just kidding. That use, not kidding. Use more than 10%. <laughs> That's like, I, I and, and, and they probably, even the greatest minds of our, of our, of our life, of civilization ever, maybe used only 20%. Like, I think human beings could be superheroes if you find a way to use 100%. Or ninety percent of your brain, you could talk to people telepathically. Yep. You could, I don't know, do all you foresee the future. You can do all kinds of crazy stuff. I think we're like aliens. Yeah, I think it's a lot like that uh, Reese Witherspoon movie where she got the like the the funky drugs in her, and then it gave her access to one hundred percent of her brain. What movie are you talking about? It's got. Uh, don't bring up a damn movie if you don't know the name. Oh. I've seen every Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, not I, Reese Witherspoon. It's uh, what's her name? Uh, Black Widow. Did I not say? Did I say Reese Witherspoon? I, I was I, I, I was there when you said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's up. Uh, so now we're five minutes into you trying to figure out who that. Not it. only the movie, but the person. Just keep that stuff to yourself. Science.com. See, see, that proves my point. Less than ten percent. Yeah, you're right. No, right that's there. just called having a brain fart. When you get older, you oh, start so forgetting right. things that you might have been sharper on. Like you look at this world that we live in, right? Everybody's going crazy. They're sweating what they can't control, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we're seeing this with the Budweiser thing. It's ridiculous. Absolutely absurd. Kid Rock's so mad. 
He's machine gunning Bud cans. <laughs> People are saying they're not going to drink Budweiser anymore. They, by the way, they don't care. This is all just great promotion for them. They, 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 you, you don't sweat what you can't control. It's the people that use more of their brain realize that kind of stuff. Or people... People that go out and protest, right? Again, I'm not bashing on protesters. It's your right to go and protest. But are you winning how you're doing it? You know, the guy that throws the Molotov cocktail at the cop car, and nobody knows who it is, you accomplished nothing. Absolutely zero. He accomplished what he wanted, which was eyes on the story, eyes on the protest, because all eyes were on it because the car was on fire. No, what he did was damage public property, possibly endangered some guy that's just trying to do his job, and nobody's going to give the guy with the Molotov cocktail credit for blowing up the car because he's too much of a pansy to show his face. It has nothing to do with what you're trying to accomplish. You know, have you ever heard the saying you get more with, uh, what is it? Well, I don't know. Catch more flies with honey than vinegar. Than That's vinegar. the saying. Thank you. Now, now, see, look, now he's back to 10% of his brain. <laughs> it's not 10%. Science says, actually, that people use about 100% of their brains daily. That I, that's falsescience.org. False I don't know what website you're on. That, that is absolutely ridiculous. And you asked me before the break, mm-hmm. how do you use more of your brain? Yes, how do now, I exercise my brain? Full disclosure, I am not a scientist. <laughs> oh, shocker. Okay. I possibly have no idea what I'm talking about right now. Possibly. <laughs> but... Give me credit for firmly believing everything that I'm saying. We will mm-hmm. definitely give you credit for okay. that because you believe it. So, But that's just my, my yeah. full disclosure. Okay, You're not going to want to hear my answer. I, I'm sure I'm not. Because you're not going to do it. Exercise. Oh, God. Dieting. Those things help you use more of your brain. I mean, no. How does that help you use more of your brain? Because if you the, eat clean, you're feeding your better body better fuel. Better fuel equals better performance. Just like a car runs better on better gas. Also, the endorphins from exercise help your brain think clearly. I'm, I'm the most creative when I'm at the gym. Because I can decompress, put my phone away, and just focus on nothing. They say that the that inflammation, a lot of times is what's causing people to be sluggish of the mind and of the body, and what we're eating is causing that inflammation when you don't eat clean. Because of the chemicals and the, mm-hmm. all the processed and all that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying you got to, you know, be some crazy eat clean freak, but I just walked out to get a, uh, find a napkin, and I looked at your work mm-hmm. area, mm-hmm. and I was able to get a napkin under your Popeye's pie next to your bright red sugary drink in a redneck guzzler that's oh, about 50, 50 some ounces big. I forgot I had that soda out there. Yes. And you're thirsty. Yes. Sleep? Activity? <laughs> well, if sleep did it, I'd be uh, using 120% of my no, brain. No, 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 no. There's a difference between oh. sleep too much mm. and lack of. You got to find the happy medium. You get too much. I'm not about mediums. If you can sell by my drink size out there. You, you know, six, seven hours a night, perfect. Mm-hmm. Not 16 or 17. Dang it. It's a, there's a difference. That feels so good. That's how you use more of your brain. Okay. And learn things. Like if you don't know uh, something, you know, I'll see something and I'll Google it just to yes. learn something about it. I agree with that. Constantly feeding your brain information. Curiosity. That is how you get the percentage up. It's feeding your brain new information and retaining it. Are you trying to tell me exercise, health, diet has nothing to do with it? <laughs> I mean, it could, but no, no, I no. Know I'm how- telling you, it does. <laughs> no, you say you think that it does. You no, don't no, know no. for a fact. I only said that just to make people happy, not no, polarize you don't the audience. Know but that. I, I do know that a hundred and 
No, no you don't. It is a fact <laughs> that if you study something, you will learn and you will increase your brain. Now, that is a fact. Yeah, look, you can believe me if you want. I don't. I'm not saying that what you're saying is, is necessarily wrong. I'm just saying you have no factual basis to that. <laughs> I am factual. Outside of the last part that you said. I'm factual. You're actual and factual, I'm sure. Look at me. Factual. I'm looking at you. This is a factual face. <laughs> It might be a different F word she was looking for <laughs> other than factual. Fantastic. <laughs> My porn name was Factual Attraction. <laughs> I bet it was. I don't know why that's, that's a porn actually name. not a bad porn name. <laughs> factual Attraction. <laughs> <laughs> I want to add that to my prin- the Prince of Common Sense. <laughs> oh my gosh. We got a whole list of them. <laughs> he is You're definitely t- the prince of common sense. The prince of common sense, factual attraction. I'm writing factual attraction. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking of. Is Eddie Murphy? <laughs> oh, yes. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Children oh. of the future. Or what's the song? Teach them well yeah. and let them lead the way. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> donations. Donations. <laughs> I know the whole movie by heart. Although we'll take the kind that jingles, we'd rather have the what is kind it? that folds. The kind of folds, folds, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, fourth and final round of headlines, Miss Dickie D, please. I'm going to tell you what California wants to do to help foster kids and why a child bought thousands of toys on a ride home. All right, we'll get you that uh, fourth round of headlines. Get you learned a little bit here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. All right, fourth and final round of headlines, Nikki D. A new bill aims to put foster kids through college, H7. Anything we can do to help young people who want to pursue college do so and not come out with crippling debt, I think is really important regardless of where they are in the socioeconomic spectrum. That was the state senator speaking there. Her name is Angela Ashby. Um, What they're trying to pass right now is a bill that'll let any child in the state of California that has come up through the foster care system to be able to go to California State University, University of California, and any community college systems with tuition, housing, food, and books being fully covered. Who pays well? Who pays for it? We do. We do. The government. Well, (laughs) they they get, I don't know if you know how that works, but... Not that I don't want them to go to college. Right. I'm just trying to follow the the, the money line here. So it's it's a tax taxes. taxes go to that kind of thing. You know, it's it's interesting the big push in the past few years uh, for sending kids to college because years there's there's a gap of anti college kind of rhetoric. Like right. I don't want to go, and and they did it to themselves, just like everything else. You know, I always go back to the Uber successful because taxi. Taxis did it to themselves. They just thought no, there would never be another game in town, and now that's why taxi cab companies are going out of business because Uber found a way to make it better because mm-hmm. people complained about it. Mm-hmm. Same with the college system; like it's expensive. There are people still in their thirties, forties, paying off a college debt and will be with interest. The juice is running, mm-hmm. and and that's absurd. So uh, the internet comes around, right? And they're like, well, pff, uh, why would I want to aspire to be something with a college degree? When I can just do some goofy videos and make millions of dollars, like the less than one percent of people that I see on the internet, right, right, that's the pipe dream. 
Right. But the pipe dream is can looks like it's a reality because everybody's got the internet. And people are making a point of why am I spending all of this money to go to college and then be in debt for most of my life? You can just go get you a job and start working. Yeah, and I'm very much pro-college. I've said this before, and I'll always say it, not just because I went to college, but I'll tell you what I told my daughter is because she was not going to go to college. And I said, go to college. It's more than just grades. I've never used my degree. And I said that. I said, I got it on my wall. I'm very proud of it. I achieved something. It's nice to achieve it. But I've never, I've been doing radio my whole life. So no radio company that's hired me has said, before we hire you, Jason, we need to see your degree. It just doesn't happen. Very, very rarely does a job that you take need to see your college degree that I that I know of, right? I'm sure there are plenty of them. But it's what you learn. It's it's resp- it's 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 responsibility purgatory. And that's what the generation's missing is that they need a place to learn how to, to get into society. You know, that's been missing, especially during the pandemic era. Those kids, those pandemic kids are all right. I mean, their their tails are tucked between their legs and, and their faces in a, in a in a computer screen, and they never want to leave it. Right? They don't know how to pick. A, they don't know how to pick up a phone. They don't know how to have a phone conversation because everybody texts. Nobody talks on the phone. Anymore. Right? Exactly. It's a it's a weird world. So I'm very much pro college. I don't care who they are. Just go. I just think it's great that there's they're giving them an opportunity just because they've had already such a hard life. So I'm for it. Yeah, that's nice. All right, mm-hmm. next one. Letting her five year old play on her phone cost a mom thousands of dollars. H eight. Just press our buttons <laughs> and he press him on the brown button. So a Massachusetts mom, Jessica Nunes, um, gave her little five-year-old cute daughter her phone. Like, kids always want to play games on the phone while they were driving home. And once they got home and she took her phone back, she realized that her daughter had ordered $3,922 worth of toys off Amazon. That's a girl that's going to go to college because she's about to be a foster kid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, she's not. (laughs) She just my kid, she would be. Well, people were amazed at how the little girl knew how to go and pick out the items. And and my biggest thing is these kids learn how to use phones before they can even talk good. Mm -hmm. So they can navigate them. She went and ordered some dirt bikes. She ordered some (laughs) um, cowgirl boots. She ordered a power uh, child-sized Jeep. Like, she ordered all stuff she wanted. So she didn't just order stuff. She ordered stuff that she wanted. Specific items, yes. That's awesome. (laughs) At first, Amazon would not let her return it all. She had to explain what happened, and then they told her they'd take it all back. What are you talking about? Amazon takes everything back. She takes it to Kohl's. No, initially they wouldn't. (laughs) You just drive over the truck. (laughs) (laughs) It was like 10 different items. She ordered. Everyone has a different code. Uh Yep. 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 She ordered a lot of stuff. So they're going to take it all back. The mom said it's just a learning lesson for her. She told her that if she's good and do chores, she'll order her one of the things. Maybe she'll get lucky and it'll be one of those items where it says, just keep it and we'll still refund you. Oh, that (laughs) happens every once in a while. That's the the good stuff. When you get one of those, you're like, no way. I just had that happen with some like chemicals for the hot tub. Oh, nice. I was like, oh, I just saved $16.99. Right. Today's a win. (laughs) Why didn't they want it back? I have no idea. But you can't use it. Oh, I, I, I'm sure I can use it. Oh, okay. You know, but it's no, I, I sent it to the wrong address. Oh, I meant to send it to Atlanta, but I sent it here. Okay. And, gotcha. and they're like, no, just keep it. They'll do that a lot of times with food too. 
did put a pair of headphones for me one time, and the headphones were serviceable, so I took them back to a local retailer and got a real pair of headphones. For I, I've been, uh, I, uh, we'll break. I'll, I'll come. I've been going back and forth with Amazon for about two months now, over twenty three dollars. <laughs> wow, it's absurd. Uh, anyway, last and I'll finish that story in a second. But last <laughs> minute calls, comments, concerns nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. We'll wrap things up here. It's the BS on ninety eight rock. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. That's me. There's Nelson. Mm-hmm. Please, if you get a chance, if you're on the Instagram, at listen to the BS. If you're on the Facebook, at listen to the BS. We actually got some very nice messages today. So, we did. Uh, we appreciate that. We appreciate the follows and the likes and the shares and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, if you're a podcaster, right, or you want to stream... The new Odyssey app is amazing. Uh, just download it, put it on your phone, listen anytime, anywhere, plus tons and thousands and hundreds or whatever of other podcasts up there uh, as well. And then our website, thebaileyshow.com, you can get the podcasts there uh, too. Just getting all that out of the way. Oh, so this Amazon thing, right? The story mm-hmm. you are just talking about, the kid of the Amazon? Right. It, it, usually it's very easy to return something to Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like Walmart, right? I don't know what it's anymore, but back in the day, you could have something for 10 years and take it back to Walmart. You didn't even buy it there. Just right. Say, I want to return it. Like, okay, cool. How much money do you want for it? It was like a swap meet. Right. So the scammers came. Yeah. Well, that, that's who I was. I was a, I was a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I learned the craft at a very young age of returning CDs and mm-hmm. learning the trick of the jewel case where the tape, if you just peeled it off nicely, you could pop the top of the jewel case out and keep the jewel case pristine. Yep in pristine condition, and you would take the CD and listen to it and listen to it. This was before you could burn them. And then when you were done with it, you just wanted a new one, put it back in, and it was brand new. Get out of here. Yep. I never heard of that before. Yeah, tricks of the trick. So it's your fault. Uh, yeah, it's my fault. Single-handedly, Jeez. yes. <laughs> yes, I, my, my, my face is in every post office. <laughs> They're looking for me. So I, I purchased, um, before I moved here, because I had gotten another laptop, I had purchased a laptop case, but it was too small. So I had sent it back to them. And this is months of going back and forth. It was like 23 bucks for this laptop case. And every once in a while, I'll get an email from Amazon that says, We're, if you like threatening me, if you don't return this $23 laptop case, we're going to charge your credit card. I was, and, and I just don't have time to call them and go through the phone tree. And they know that. So one day, you know, I, I got some time and I called them. And look, we got a problem here. You guys are annoying me. It, it's I've returned it because I did. I returned it. I really did. You took it back to Kohl's or you put it in the mail? I, I went up to the UPS store. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I honestly, I did. I really swear to God, returned it. And it's like, oh, we're sorry, sir. We're sorry for the inconvenience. Okay, that, now that's the Amazon I know. Sorry for the inconvenience. We'll refund you the money and we'll stop bothering you. Two weeks goes by. Look, dude, you got to return the laptop case. Okay. Uh, we're going to charge your credit card $23. <laughs> <laughs> stop. And then a couple days later, your credit card's been charged $23. This has been going back and forth for two months. That's so weird. I wonder what the disconnect is. Just got another email the other day. Look, dude, return the, the damn laptop case because we're going to charge you $23. Oh my. So I'm like, just take my $23. I'm over going back and forth with you. Right. You guys just have the $23 and the laptop case. At, at some point in time, you just raised the white flag. Because you got something for free at some point anyway. Oh, I'm sure. Well, uh, you know. I, I think what happens is sometimes these UPS stores, 
they don't follow through with the return mm-hmm. because there's no there's no follow through. You go there and you don't have to put it in a box. You don't have to pack. You don't have to do anything. It says that on the Amazon thing. Just drop it off. So you drop it off, and I never take the receipt. I was about to say you got to get your return receipt. That's on mm-hmm. you. I always get my return receipt. It's they won't like, get me. It's like back in the day when you'd collect receipts for taxes. Nobody collects receipts anymore. No. For the return stuff you do because then this exact thing happens. And yeah. I've had it happen to me before, too, where they told me that I didn't return a phone that I sent back. Oh, no, 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 oh, no. Oh, hell no. I got the receipt oh. right here, bub. Bub? Mm-hmm. Bub. Did you sent really it use, right on in. Did you really use bub? I said bub. Wolverine? And I sent it right on in and off my back. Now, I don't know what happened to the phone. I don't know if the UPS person kept it. But here's my receipt. I took it back. Can I ask a favor? Sure. Can you use bub often? I use it often when I'm talking to my people. Okay. I, well, can I be your people? Okay. Because I, I, I like, you like how me to say bub. I like how bub comes out of your mouth. <laughs> it is smooth. It feels like it's supposed to be there. It is. Uh-huh. But but it doesn't. Bub. It does and it doesn't. Why doesn't it? You Why can't I say bub? Well, you can say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying you don't look like a bub girl. Not not grizzled enough. Yeah, you just you're not a bub girl, but that's why it's so fitting for you. (laughs) I say it all the time. I've never heard. I've known you for a very long time. Never heard you say bub. Mm -hmm. I like it. I'm going to start using that. You should. I'm going to call my Amazon person up and say, "Look, I've returned the laptop case, bub." Yeah, (laughs) and tell them that that lets them know that you mean business. What's it short for? Bubble, bubba, bubba, bubba. Yeah, so you say bub. So you're using the word, the name bubba, as a derogatory term. It's not derogatory. It's, it's like saying man. Like, look, listen here, man. Oh, okay. Now you say bub. Bub. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Bub. See, I call my kid bubba, but I would never think bub. I've never shortened it. I've never given a bub out. You got to oh. be cool. All right. Look, Amazon, I gave you the case, bub. <laughs> yes. Stop charging my credit card, bub. <laughs> They'll listen if you say it. Trust me. <sighs> All right. Tomorrow we're going to eat uh, Subway Cadbury eggs. <laughs> We are. Cool. All right. Yes. Nelson's in charge of that? Yes. He's going right after the show. Mm. You want to do some betting, see if he follows through? I know he's going to follow Can through. Can I bet I'm on I'm going it? to bet $5 that mm. we'll be eating it tomorrow. All right. We'll see. What else are we doing tomorrow? Got more tickets to give out, Six Flags? We do. We have more tickets to give out. We're playing. Oh, nothing personal. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're doing none for none being thrown in there. Yeah, none for none will be thrown in there. <laughs> Got a text or a call from... Our buddy Brandon, who has uh, got almost 3 million views on this lie mm-hmm. on TikTok. Well, so that's cool, though. Figure, I don't know. I think it's cool. Yeah. It's cool to me. I'll have to kind of set up who he is and his relationship to the show and under explain to this audience what we're dealing with here. <laughs> Genius. He's so smart. So we'll have him on as well. All right, look. Uh, you got anything before we get out there, Nikki? Uh, don't mess with me, or I will be forced to have to be a little rude to you, bub. Okay. You just said bub. I wasn't fine with that. Nelson? No. no I no. can't okay, top okay. that. Have yourself a great, safe <laughs> rest of your night. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. Hey, bye.